She's one in a million girls. Who sang that song? I don't know. Don't do it again. Keep more words. Keep going. How many girls is she? <laughs> I, I don't know. No, I don't know, I don't know that song. I was singing Suzanne from Weezer. Yeah, no, I don't think I know. I don't think I know that song. Yeah, it's about a girl named Suzanne. She's all that he wanted in the world. She's was she one in a million? Probably, maybe more. Probably more. Yeah. Let's do a podcast. Hey, let's do a podcast. Walt Disney's Magic Kingdom Disneyland is growing every Ladies day. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Disneyland, the happiest place on earth. It's time to throw down, y'all. Have you thought about a visit to Disneyland during your vacation? You can waste time with your friends when your chores are done. Disneyland is the happiest place on earth. Join the happy people of all ages. Yes, there's more fun at Disneyland in Anaheim. The happiest country on earth. Welcome to Bob Sons and Banthas, a podcast about Disneyland, Star Wars, and all the other things the Disney Company owns that we love. Really? I'm, this is the intro right now? Yeah. What, Are you what, practicing? No. Why? Let's get this energy up. Woo! Was my energy not high enough? I just, you stopped typing. You started talking and I was just like, wow, that guy is the quickest type to I'm talker all I've business. ever seen. Yeah, I'm just, all business, I was, baby. Uh, yeah. I just didn't know you could type to talk so quick. Boom. Yeah. You're like Mavis Beacon over there. Some people talk to text. Yeah. Me, you, I text and talk. You text and then you just talk. Okay, I'm ready for to be ready. I like. You to, see, I was like Mavis, Mavis Beacon. <laughs> yeah, you're like Mavis Beacon yeah. over in there. All right, typing tutor, do, take it away. Do you ever play Typing of the Dead on uh, Sega no. Dreamcast? No, but I feel like that's a follow up question to almost everything I say to you. I like donuts. Have you ever had donuts from the dead? <laughs> it's like a follow up to everything. All right. Oh, I just make connections. I know you. It's what I do. My yeah. personal life, my professional life. There's a lot up here. There's so much up here. Yeah. And it all connects. I am ready. I'm ready to be entertained by your intro. Can I redo my intro? Yeah, now? please. Awesome. Welcome to Bob's and Bantha's, a podcast about Disneyland, Star Wars, and all the other things that Disney Company owns that we love. On this episode, we're talking about Disneyland is free of restrictions, but it's really not. New stuff on Disney Plus, rumors around the return of a fan favorite. I make Aaron take another quiz. And in our main segment for Father's Day, we're joined by our friends from the We Like Theme Parks and Disney Assemble podcast to discuss dadding and Disney. It's tough. Yeah, no. It's, it's a dadding, mm-hmm. not daddying. D-A-D-D-I-N-G. Dadding mm-hmm. and Disney. My name is Scott Storm, and with me is my brother on the mic. He loves it when you call him Big Papa. It's absolutely Aaron yeah. Robbins. That is not true at all. Did you say we we're going to be talking about dabbing or dadding? Dadding. Oh, okay. That dadding. sounds like a fun. That's what I say if I'm very rich. Dadding. <laughs> if you are, not when you are. Right. When I'm very, when I'm very rich, that's how I'm going to talk. Welcome to the special Father's Day episode, episode sixty something, probably sixty four. I believe it's sixty four. Sixty four of the Bobsleds and Banthas podcast. We're going to be joined by our our friends, both of whom we've podcasted with before. That's right. So Chris from We Like Theme Parks, yeah. and Troy from Disney Assembled. Yeah. They're both dads. Yeah, they and are. podcast dads. We're all going to get together. We're going to talk about what it's like being dads. Dadding is a verb. Dadding. What, what it's like dadding. Yeah. It sounds it's, like it's you want be, cold. It does. Dadding. Dadding. <laughs> yeah. It sounds, uh, like, yeah. It sounds like I'm stuffed being up. Being a dad in the theme parks, being a dad in Star Wars fan. I don't know. We're going to talk about a lot of different yeah, stuff. Yeah, what it's like to share the love of these things with our kids and mm-hmm. why it's important to us. Yay. And, Maybe whether our spouses feel the same way or whether they feel differently. Like, Interesting. Just lots of different conversations. It's going to be a fun episode. It's going to be a fun episode. What is new in your world? 
Do you, what, do you know of any big Father's Day plans that are being planned for you? I don't. Yeah, me neither. You know, I've gotten to this point where I actually forget when Father's Day is, and Why I'm do you thank, think that is? I'm thankful for that. Okay. Like I'm, I'm thankful that you don't I just need one more day. I don't need one more day. Yeah. But then I'm like, oh yeah, I got I got to do something for my dad. <laughs> so it's, right. it is that yes. thing. Like I forget about Father's Day for me. But then I'm constantly reminded because I'm like, oh, I, what am I going to do for my dad? But at some point, at some point, do it, is it okay just to call? Is it okay for just a call? Do I still need oh, to I be getting? Oh, I think that's sweet. It, I, mean, I do my. I give my dad a personal greeting on a pretty successful podcast. Hey, Dad, Happy Father's Day! Thanks for everything. Love you. That's what I do. Yeah, but he listens. That's true. See, it's it just makes like it easier. it's like speaking into the void if I do it here. Right. So I'm going to call him. But do I have to get him something? No. At some point, hundred percent no. Really. Yeah. But you still have to get your mom something for Mother's Absolutely, Day. Absolutely, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I think your dad, you get him a story. You like, you just, you go, hey, remember that one time we went fishing? And then if they bite, it is like fishing itself. It is like you're, fishing, You're yeah. good. You're like, that was nice. Yeah, maybe I'll just do that. I think a phone call's nice. I think that that's well, a Well, I'm definitely going to give him a phone call. Isn't there more I could do, though? What, are you going to ship him a gift? Yeah, usually I try to like, like find a, a book. Like a fruit platter? No, like I try to find a book that I think he'd be interested in. Mm-hmm. The problem is that I begin substituting my judgment for things I'm interested in. And I'm no. like, here, Dad, you're going to love this book on Ghostbusters. It's a binary guide to Star Wars. It's all yeah. in ones and zeros right. every page. It's awesome. You get to decode it with this decoder ring I Look, got Look, I got you this signed, uh, I got you David Prowess's uh, Star Wars shooting script. Yeah. And he's like, I don't need that. Well, okay, well, I'll just take it back, I guess. <laughs> I guess I'll just hang it in my house. You can visit it never. Yeah. Whatever. I don't know. I think it, you know, I think it. If there's something that's really touching your heart for your dad, then yeah, go ahead and get him for that. But I think a phone call. What if there isn't? Yeah, I think a phone call and adjust to like, man, I really appreciate that you're my dad and all the sacrifices you made. I do appreciate that he's my dad. And love you so much. And like, I just want to take a few minutes on the phone and just like, is there anything you want to talk about with me right now? And he's going to be like, nope. Like, okay. (laughs) That's cool. Let me tell you a little bit of story about your wallet and when I was 12. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, uh, yes. So, uh, so no, I don't have any big Father's Day plans coming up. Yeah. Uh, they, Will you get breakfast? Will you get a, a dinner? You get to, I don't know. No more peanut butter and, and jelly burgers. You've already had those this week. Oh, well, so that's what I did do this week was, okay. again, my, my wife and my daughter were in Solvang, and so mm-hmm. it was me and the boys, and we had uh, we ate like me and the boys, and uh, that involved at one point me making hamburgers and then uh, eating a peanut butter jelly sriracha and uh, and uh, cheeseburger, right on, and it was yeah. delicious. Yeah, you made them, and the kids thought it was gross at first, but then that you showed them the light. I showed them they refused to eat it. Right, they are they are plain burger kids. They don't okay. want anything on it. They just want burger, cheese, bun. That's it. You should have you ever had a PB and J burger? No, you got to have one. No, I haven't had a lot of weird burgers. I would never think that this thing worked, and it works. Right on. I'm telling you. Let me proclaim it. On this podcast. And on Instagram and everywhere else you've been. You're really shopping this around today. I'm like evangelizing this. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I too do not have any Father's Day plans that I'm aware of. Yeah. Do you, uh, do, do your family, do they typically do something fun? Yeah. They do like, uh, hey, what do you want to do? And I go like, I want to not plan a day. That's what I want to do. I want to just sit here. Yeah. And they're like, okay. Yeah. That's a, that's great. Hey, you, I believe, I went on a one wheel adventure this past weekend. I did. So uh, tell me about this because I'm interested to hear what one wheeling is mm-hmm. and what your experience was this weekend with it. Um, well, it was a, we got my oldest, Kennedy, mm-hmm. a one wheel for her eighth grade promotion, which is Which a, is not a unicycle. No, it is a one wheeled, I guess you could call it a skateboard yeah. that has a, a go, what it is, a go-kart wheel in the middle of it. I and, believe Artemis Fowl, uh, a, was 
possibly grinding through a forest in, on a one wheel. If I remember uh, correctly. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I don't know, it looks like something that'd be out of like uh, the Lorax or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Right. Uh, it's self It stabilizes itself, so it has a you know has technology in it that stabilize that yeah. balances you front to back, but not side to side. Yeah. And so I thought it'd be fun to uh, do that. It's uh, board sports or something. I'm. Have grown up doing Did you say so. board sports. Board sports. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I, okay. I surf and snowboard yep. and and have uh, wakeboarded all growing. And all you're a skateboarder and a skateboarder. So all my life, I'm yeah. very comfortable with that. So uh, I'm very comfortable on a one wheel. Yeah. And I thought this is something we can do. This is something we can do together. Is over Kennedy the a skateboarder? She has. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. She's she skateboarded and she was very daring when she did it. Like as a dad watching her, I mean, like she's like, can I drop in? I'm like, I don't really wish she wouldn't. It's kind of dangerous. Yeah. Uh, but she would just try stuff, uh, and so she's good. She's good at that stuff. Was so it fun to, uh, doing the one wheel? It's super fun to do with yeah. her. Yeah, yeah. Really enjoy it. And we just kind of, you, you know, board does a lot of the work. So we just, you know, pal around together and talk and whatever. It's great. That sounds awesome. We're made in Santa Cruz. So I like to support California companies. Uh, I'm, you know, secretly a just a huge one wheel person uh that's any, it anything else to report uh nope uh, we're going on we're going on vacation uh next week on a massive california road trip so i'm thinking about posting some video content for the patreon will disneyland be a part of that road trip no, no it's not. nope definitely okay. not you're going non-disney definitely not wow that's interesting you're yeah. going going non-disney next week but mm-hmm. a big california trip yep big california trip super excited to get out on the road thinking about filming just some some updates some take-alongs maybe i'll show some one wheel action from down along the coast that sounds awesome yeah right on i did think before we move on uh i know because you are a skateboarder yeah. you know that i uh grew up rollerblading yep we're, and then we're I'm sort a, of in those camps yep and so i'm uh i'm an inliner yeah you're a skateboarder and yet we are friends totally yeah uh, i was thinking at some point we definitely need to get video of two 45 year old men uh skateboarding and roller rollerblading together yeah you want to go to a park yeah, let's go to a yeah, park. Yeah, that'd be great. I think it'd be great. I totally will. Um, yeah. I wear a helmet. I just have to tell you, when I was growing up, not so much, but now I, I wear a helmet. You've got to wear a helmet. I'm, yeah. I'm full pads. I'm going to go elbow pads, knee pads, helmet. Yeah. I don't make money with my with my elbows or my knees, but I do make them with my fingers. Yeah. So that's what I'm always like. I feel bad about having like wrist guards on my mind. I'm like, I need these to make money. You so. need them to make money. <laughs> and I need and this. You know, also, you wonder why? Yeah. It takes a long time to heal. When now. you're older? Yeah. It takes forever. I've had a scar on my arm that feels like it's been there for six months. I know. I think it has been. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we should totally go. Right. Uh, we'll go. Uh, I'll take you to Skate Park. I, I know the good ones. I can't wait. Fun. Hey, guess what? Are you going to go into a pool? Are you going to get into a pool? Yeah, let's go to a pool. Yeah, sweet. Sweet. Sweet sick. Swick, man. Swick. Rad- also, radical. Sponsors, sponsors of this podcast. Swick. Swick. So when you want to build a skateboarding website, check them out. 100 attempts to choose from. Lots of different themes. Push buttonies. See Scott for details. Thanks, Swick, for being Thanks. a sponsor of Bob's and Banthas. Yeah. What do you say we yodel in that news? I would like to. Let's do it. I'd like to have somebody else do it. I think we're at that spot where I have somebody else do it. Okay, well, let's have somebody else do it. Okay, great. It's time for news. Oh. Remain seated, please. Aaron. Hey, Scott. Happy Father's Day, my man. Oh, hey, thanks. Happy Father's Day to you, I my man. I accept your happy wishes. Well, good. I'm glad. Yeah. Because I'm just going to keep giving them to you good, until you do. Good, Yeah. You're a good dad. You owe me a hug, I do owe way. you a, ha- a hug. All right. Do you want it right now? No. I feel like we're way too sweaty for hugging right now. What's happening? What's going uh, on? So, as you know, June 15th yeah. was this week. 
June 15th was the magic day where California re, uh, uh, got rid of all restrictions. Yes. Uh, very publicly, uh, Governor Newsom said, there are no more restrictions in California. You can go mask-free. There is no social distancing. Yeah. And it was a big uh, hullabaloo. Right. Did you see how Governor Newsom announced this? Mm-mm. This is, we're talking about this, not just because it's relevant to Disneyland. I think he did it like uh, Guy Fieri on Driver's Dining and Drive, like from the back of a Camaro. And he's like, I'm Gavin Newsom and we're rolling out new pandemic things, heading across the coast, taking off masks and getting vaccinated on this episode of, no, that's not how it went. Buddy, you are not too far behind. Oh, right on. Uh, The Gav went down to Universal Studios Hollywood. Makes sense. And, uh, And in front of... All, all the all the fran- fans, all the guests at Universal Studios Hollywood. Yeah. Of course, this is a Disneyland podcast, but I feel like this is relevant to talk this about. This is theme park news and LA news. It's and- theme park appropriate. Uh, it went down to uh, Universal Studios and did the big Vax for the Win lottery Yeah, uh, in front of the Universal Studios globe. And right. he was accompanied uh, by the Minions and uh, Trolls from Trolls World Tour. And uh, also accompanying yeah. him with witty banter throughout his presentation was uh, Autobot leader Optimus Prime. Of course, yeah. And I just thought, what world are we living in right now? Clearly. Um, I mean, I assume you were upset by that because uh, it sounds like what you're saying is that Mario Lopez was not there. No. Wow. Which I feel like this is a prime place for Mario Lopez to be. He would be number one on that guest list. One would think. Instead, number one was Optimus Prime. Yeah, Optimus Prime, Minions, and whatever else you mentioned. And Trolls World Tour. And at one point in the witty repartee between Gavin Newsom and Optimus Prime, Optimus says, protect each other. Protect the world. I like it. Yeah, that's good advice. Gavin's like, that's right, Optimus. Man. And it just feels like a crazy fever dream to explain this to you. I'm showing you a picture of it from the New York Times. This can't be that picture because in this one, uh, Gavin Newsom's juggling what looks like thermal detonators. Oh, yeah, that's same event. The same event. That's the same event. Yeah. Vax for the win. It's just, you know, I. It's a it's a real thing that uh, costs a lot of hardship on a lot of small businesses and 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 a lot of just you know tragedy and stuff for families. It just seems a little bit out there to go vax for the win. It just feels a little. Did people not get rewarded with money for getting vaccine? Like they won money or something? Oh, they won tons of prizes. Oh, tons and of like lots of money. Okay, like millions of dollars were are, were being given away. And also, uh, they are now promising a California dream vacation, which involves like hot spots, you know, not pandemic hot spots, okay, <laughs> not okay. outbreak hot spots, but hot spots around California, like Palm Springs and going to a Giants game and going to Disneyland and that sort of thing. So I'm just worried that in the future, people are going to look back at 2021 and they're going to be like, I'm sorry, was that a pandemic or a sweepstakes? Like, it's going to be the a little lines, hard to, The line's very blurry. It got blurry at the end there. It uh, was definitely a pandemic. It went sweepstakes kind of late in the def- game. It definitely went sweepstakes. Uh, we, we turned we turned the pandemic into fun. Look, there's nothing we can't turn into a sweepstakes. Are you kidding? Yeah. We had a backlog of big checks because of COVID. Let me just read to you yeah, read. the end of this article. Okay. Okay. It's a quote from Governor Newsom uh, and, and the quote that follows it. He says, today is a day to reconnect, to give people hugs, to remind them we're not out of the woods yet, to remind them we're all in this together. 
the governor said on Tuesday. Protect the planet. Protect each other. Optimus Prime added. Oh. Autobots roll out. Roll out. Yeah. And that's how the article ends. And I think this is crazy. This is yeah. this is this is bananas. This this is not an article from the Onion, Aaron. I know. This you're, is from you're the New York Times. This, this really happened, and uh, I don't know. It's really hard. So my first thought is like, how do we get a three star review from commenting on this? Because it's going to happen. You're not allowed to talk <laughs> about this stuff. It writes without, itself at without this getting point. in trouble. But the, it's a thing that really happened. Yes. Like like you're not making it up. Yeah. Like there, this this pandemic that was incredibly hard on finances. Yes. Family. Yep. Uh, Business, tons emotions, of businesses, tons of businesses, yes. tons of restaurants, tons of restaurants uh, that had spent you know their life savings to open a restaurant, and then a month later we're like, yeah, you're not going to run a restaurant. Yep. So like, wh- whose fault that was? I don't like. We don't need to talk about that. Yeah. It really happened. It was a pandemic, yeah. and now we really are using uh, minions and trolls and Autobots and superheroes and at theme parks and winning and language giveaways and, and giveaways and sweepstakesy stuff. And we've, it's just, we've turned the pandemic into fun. Yeah. Uh, fun. Yeah. Inter, there's an entertainment in being protected and in, in, yeah. in getting a vaccine. This And so I don't know why that's wrong other than it seems to trivialize the hardship and the seriousness, uh, and the science of it. I don't know that it's doing that. I'm just saying my reaction to it is like, it's it seems a little fun and light for something that uh, is still feeling very heavy for people and ruined a lot of people's lives. It feels a little a little heavy, and I don't know I don't know what to say about that. Why why do you take offense to it, or why do you think it's it's nuts? I think it's the spectacle of it all. Okay, uh, it just feel it feels very um, it feels very forced to to celebrate in this way, uh, and and also and this this will dovetail into the next conversation that we have where. Uh, it's being promoted as if we're out of the woods. Everything's yeah. okay. Uh, you know, again, there's no restrictions anymore, and you can go maskless. Uh, but then again, when you get into the fine print of it, it's not really that way. And so yeah. I, I think there's this, uh, again, there's there's like this tonal disconnect for me between, uh, you know, Governor Newsom, who has been so concerned about being locked down and being safe and that we're not we're not going to be we're not going to take any risks here that then now it shifts over into this lottery sweepstakes uh zany giveaway where he basically looks like uh uh you know that like he's on the wheel of fortune and um and it just feels like whoa we really flipped a switch here right and it's yeah and it's it seems like it came out of nowhere as opposed to a almost a sober celebration of We've gotten to the point where we need to get to the point, uh, you know, where we can reduce these restrictions, et cetera. But let's not forget the toll that this took on the state. That's, yeah, that's that's I guess the part that I'm reacting to is there are obviously I don't know everything about it, but I know that there are funds and all sorts of programs and things available for people that were affected by COVID. Yeah. Um, I don't know what those are, so I'm going to assume that the average person in California doesn't know all that's available and stuff like that. So the only thing, the only thing they know is this news story of it's fun and it's zany and it's random and it's a lottery. Uh, it it seems like it's not sobering. It's not. It's not that that was really hard. Now there's a new phase of life. Let's get let's get some people who were like personally affected by this and and do something for them. Let's right. Do something yeah. for the state of California yeah. and the people that were impacted. Versus, let's have something that feels very similar to a uh, a theme park uh, sideshow and sweepstakes. Yes, just feels just I don't know I don't know why it feels out of touch. It just does feel out of touch and very rushed, uh, rushed to fun. So, rushed to fun. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way of putting it. it. Feels rushed to fun. 
And and so Optimus Prime is going to get a vaccine live on air. And it was like, and his, uh, Gavin Newsom's assistants being like, he's metal. He's metal. He can't. Go he in. He's, he's not. He doesn't. It's not going to work. <laughs> it's not, it's not it just doesn't work, work on him. Oh, anyways, I don't know what to say about that. I think I just put it out there so that That's something that happened. hopefully our fans, uh, our listeners can laugh along with us at the... We're just kind of like gee whiz along with us. Just like, uh, yeah. I, my, my biggest takeaway is this. It's just so crazy to see this happen with the head of our uh, of our state. Right. Uh, to, like to see our governor in this situation. And yet we had Arnold Schwarzenegger as a governor. Like this is, right, that's, that's the thing. The this thing. feels so crazy. And yet we had the Terminator as our governor not yeah. too long ago. And if you were to fast forward to episode one of Bob Sleds and Banthas, where we don't really even know what COVID is and we're talking about it, and then it becomes very serious yeah. uh, on that and things start shutting down. If you told those guys back then, like, hey, I'm going to tell you how it all ends. It ends at Universal Studios with Optimus Prime, <laughs> the Minions, and the Trolls <laughs> yes. with a with sweepstakes lottery f- cash giveaway. I would have been like, there's just absolutely no way that's not an Onion article. And yet, right, exactly. And, and yet it is reality. And, yet, and it is fun. Yeah. Yeah, so Universal's is. open? Is that the takeaway? Universal's open. Yay! Disneyland's also open. Right on. Um, so Disneyland opened up... Uh, open without restrictions. Open without no restrictions. No temperature checks at the, at the, off of Harbor. You just... No Flubana. No Flubana. Yep. I went to a Flubana. You I did. experienced a Flubana twice. Uh, so they opened up, and also to outside of California. Yeah. So people who are free to come in, and on June 15th, those lines were massive. Even Ohio. The people from Ohio could get there. Right yes, on. That's right. I was worried there for a second. Nope. All Ohioans right. were welcome. Just joking, Ohio. Michiganders, <laughs> come welcome. on in. That's right. Wisconsinites? Mm hmm. Wisconsinites? Wisconsinites, yeah. yeah. Wisconsinians. Wisconsinians. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome. Floridas, stay where you're at. You got your own. You, you got your own, you your own thing. All you're right. Fine. Let's, let's You've space. been able to go since October. Yeah. Uh, yes. Let us revel a little. So uh, they were open and uh, huge, huge crowds. Of course, uh, Disney has said saw, yeah. said that you could get in and not wear masks if you are vaccinated, yep. and they are using the honor code in uh, in asking have Have you been vaccinated? Honor yes or system. No? Honor system. Did yeah. I say honor code? You did. You made it sound a lot more official. Sounds a lot more. I, well, I think the state has has set down the honor code. The honor code. Protect one. Protect all. Protect the planet. Listen, Optimus told me. Yeah. I have to be honest about answering I, this question. Yeah. I'm not I gonna. Like I'm not gonna lie to the leader of the Autobots. I like that. We have Optimus at all the theme parks, and he goes, "Are you vaccinated?" <laughs> have a good day. Yes. Yes, Optimus, I am. <laughs> good. Roll out. Roll out. Uh, so. So yes. Yeah, so people are able to go. There's no distancing at Disneyland anymore. Uh, people are expected to distance themselves. And a lot of celebration has been about this. A okay. lot of people, I've seen a lot of stuff online. You've probably seen a lot of stuff online saying Disneyland is back. There are no restrictions. Yeah. And yet, the the the, the whole story is people who are vaccinated do not have to wear masks. And uh, those who are not vaccinated are recommended to wear masks. Or I should say, those who are not vaccinated have to wear masks. Yep. And of course... This brings in the ages of those children who are 2 to 11 years old yeah. where there is no vaccine mm-hmm. they are required to wear masks and I have, and the the biggest thing that I have seen is uh not a lot of people talking when in celebrating that Disneyland is back not a lot of people are acknowledging the fact that kids ages 2 to 11 are still required to wear a mask when they attend Disneyland. Yeah, and, and I am really bothered by that. Okay, why? Uh, I'm bothered because of the rhetoric that 
uh, hey, Disneyland's back. There are no restrictions that anymore. Part of it, right. And yet the population of Disneyland that arguably Disneyland was built for uh-huh. is now having to do something that is more restrictive than their parents are expected right. to do or anybody else are expected to right. do. I would I would I would offer up that at least Disneyland was was built for the interaction between the young and old together. That it, Correct. Was, it was the it was the combined experience that it was built for, and that is now separated by uh, your parents don't have to wear a mask, but you do have to wear a mask. Yeah. Your experience is going to be different than theirs. Yeah, I, when I you the first time I thought about that was when you brought it up two episodes ago, and I was like, oh yeah, that's right. It is. I didn't think it was going to end up being that way. Yeah. I didn't think it was going to be a thing where parents are able to go without having to wear a mask, but their kids are going to be. Yeah. I, I figured that Disney, Disneyland or Disney would take the position of, uh, listen, it's a recommendation. It's right. optional. You can choose to wear it if you want to wear it. Uh, you know, but we're not going to, uh, we're not going to segregate um, the the our guests by age in terms of who is having to be mask compliant, who is not having to be mask compliant. But in fact, that is the situation that right. that is occurring right now. What what do you know anything about the where are the characters at? Are they because like like you can if you're vaccinated, you can go into any store right now and not wear a mask in California. That's right. It still feels a little funky. It feels a little bit about like Marlin at the beginning of Finding Nemo when he comes out of it's like you come out of the urchin and you check and then you come back in. Uh, sometimes going into a store now, you're, you're like you go through the automatic doors, and then you're like, is this are we cool? Like it's June fifteenth. Is everybody cool? In oh, here? I just barrel through. <laughs> do you now? Oh yeah. We're so like. I mean, truth go, be told, I've been barreling through for the for past a while. month. Yeah. You like to go into the door and then. I I like to come back out of the door. Then I go into the door, yeah. and then sometimes I go a third time. Um, so it still feels like that. But uh, employees are still are still wearing masks, right. Pretty much everywhere. So is yes. that same same at Disneyland? Yeah, and because it's required by Cal OSHA, gotcha. Cal OSHA is requiring masks right now. And so uh, again, employees are required to do that, but uh, but guests don't necessarily have to. And You're not I, upset that they haven't developed a vaccine, or that that's no. not that. You're upset that it's being celebrated as if we're free and clear when that's not the case for. For the the more precious of our age groups, yes, I am. I am upset by uh, our, by our kids being treated as second class citizens right. in gotcha. all of this. For them to be put in this situation where, or for them to be more restricted than their parents need to be restricted, it sends a very mixed message to me about right. what the purpose of masks are. Right. Gotcha. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Totally. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, there you go. I get off my soapbox now. Okay. I hear. I feel yeah. like I, you know we don't, we have a Disneyland podcast. And I feel like if we can't take the opportunity to say, hey, guys, think about the kids in there's all this. There's no rules for this, man. There's never been there's never been another time in podcasting history where there's been like a pandemic with multi-phased reopening plans right. and also like the, you know, blueprints for safer things and, and, and you know, cars that turn into robots. Like, this is a crazy time. This is a crazy time to be broadcasting. I appreciate you bringing cars it to Cars that turn my... into robots that are partnered with the governor of the of the. Of a very real state, California. Real estate. <laughs> I mean, yeah, somebody, exactly. some people might disagree with that, but I can assure you it is a real state. I live here. So <laughs> it's not, a, it's not, it is. So I don't know, like, there's no rules to this. If you feel like it's heavy on your heart, like, this is the first time we've gone through this as a state yeah. like this. Nobody knows what we're doing. I, you should share your feeling. And I honestly, I have kids. I don't want them to, I want them to have a good Disneyland experience. And it didn't really even dawn to me, like, hey, hold on. Like, that's great for you. What does that right. mean for your kids? Right. Yeah. Uh, it's and a, a good point. And, and again, a lot of questions have been asked of like, well, when are, when are you going back to Disneyland? And, and, you know, I've spoken openly about it. I don't want to do it while the kids have to be in masks right, and that totally. sort of thing. And and this type of celebration, it, it's like it's like sweeping under the rug a very important issue, or not an issue, a very important thing to consider for our kids. And, uh, and I just think us as Disney fans could do better 
in saying, hey, listen, Disneyland is not back. It's not back until it's back for them. Until it's back for them. Yeah. You know, I like that. So. I mean, I don't like it, but I like your comments on it. I, I understood and appreciated your comments on it. And, and your you willingness tolerate, to make you them. You tolerated my well, comments. I appreciate on the them courage appreciate to share them because you felt them, and I appreciate you uh, doing that. There's some uh, some other stuff people are sharing about the reopening. Yeah, it's hot. That's that's one thing. Yeah, it's, it's really hot. hot. Yeah, a lot of lines. Lots of lines. Yeah, okay. Lots of waiting. Doesn't seem ideal right now, so that's why we're not not going. We were just there. It. I feel like there's some things I got to get sorted out. It seems like uh, June 14th. Great day to go. Yeah. June 15th, not so good. Not a good day to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, they, they flung the doors open. People are wanting to go and experience Disney. There's that pent up demand and yeah, like for that. Sure. I, I wonder whether or not that will go down over the summer. I'm curious to know how the crowds will, uh, whether or not the crowds will disperse a little bit more. And honestly, if Disney is making 150 bucks a day mm-hmm. uh, off of this, I can't see them instituting season passes or or anything like that anytime soon it's it's interesting because they are charging a premium premium right now for an entertainment experience that is not what 100 percent right at the premium level at the premium level and i'm curious to know how long this is gonna go so what else is happening this week okay by the time you're listening to this yeah right now the new pixar film is available on disney plus free of charge as long as you play for Disney Plus. As long as you pay for Disney Plus. See Scott for details. See, see me for details. <laughs> I, uh, how are you feeling? As as our number one Pixar supporter yeah, of huge. this podcast, how are you feeling about a premium Pixar feature, a Pixar feature being released? Of course, we had Soul earlier in the year yep. or in December. But how are you feeling about the summer Pixar film being released on Disney Plus? How are you feeling about what you've seen about Luca? Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts? Something's a, a miss in, in the world, and I think it's I, it might be COVID. It might be a shift from network television and big box uh, media outlets mm-hmm. to streaming and more algorithmic ad placements in our life, or something like that. Something's off because my experience with big releases that I care a lot about are uh, I get wind of it. Yep. I, get ex- I get excited, but I don't know why I'm excited. Uh, it's just in the air. It's just feel, in the air, man. Yeah, it's in just the in air there. Tonight. Something's coming. Finally, yeah. like I need a, I need a breath of Pixar air, and somebody just blew a little this way. Not yeah. a full breath, but something's coming. And then I see a wisp, uh, a wisp of a Pixar. Wisp. A wisp. Yeah. Comes my way, and I get excited. And for any blockbuster, for anything that I'm, for any IP that I'm super excited about, and I feel like I get that. And then I'm driving around, I'm like, ooh, billboard yeah uh, and then and then there's another billboard and then i'm in la or i'm in oakland or i'm in wherever and, oh it's on the side of a building everywhere there's literally yeah. nowhere that this thing is not it's at the bottom of escalators when yep. elevator doors close it's yep. there so there's some person just running around the street and, and and there becomes this like feverness of anticipation and i get super stoked and i'm ready to buy merchandise before i've even seen the thing and then i go and i have this you know experience of seeing what it was all about yeah and now i just i'm not even remotely getting that where i like did you know pixar's releasing a movie yeah what was that one called it's soul now i think they already did soul oh it's in like another four-letter word i don't know it's a uh, some of about it like a mer people or something think, like that oh was it the mer one what was that one called was it called mer soul, people i think wasn't it called soul <laughs> it's called soul no the, wait they have two movies called soul i think they're both because the boys they have souls and they have to go in the ocean to get them or something yeah, i think okay. it is called soul yeah. the other one was called luca the jazz musician or something so i feel like 
somebody's not advertising me to me correctly. And I think a large part of the population would be like, that's good. Advertising's bad. But I'm like, I like it. I don't know anything about this. Yeah. Yeah. I've always liked it. If it's something I would enjoy, I would appreciate you getting me hyped up for it. And I enjoy Pixar movies and I'm just not seeing it all over billboards. Maybe because I'm not out as much. I'm just not, I'm just not feeling the fee. I felt this way about soul too. Like I want to get amped up for it and I can't because I'm, somebody's not marketing to me the right way. I keep seeing ads for one wheels and for, <laughs> and for Tom Selleck's mustache. Right, They're yeah. not getting any Luca love. You're not getting any Luca love. Yeah. And so that's how I feel as I'm feeling like I'm going to watch it. I'm not as excited as I have been about movies in the past. Cause I'm just not being inundated with marketing messages. I, and I, I, that is a good thing, but to your point, it, 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 uh, your anticipation is not there. Yeah. Right. It's not, it's not, it's not, Almost Christmas. Right, exactly. Right? Yeah, it's almost exactly. Christmas. It's, it would be like, oh, hey, look at Christmas Day, open up your presents. Yeah. Oh, okay, part part of the, the joy of Christmas, part of the joy of these types of movies is the anticipation, right? Right. You, get, you start being told about these things and your mind starts uh, worrying away about what it could be yeah. like and what it's going to be like and- and and part of the enjoyment is the anticipation, the buildup of going to see that film. Yeah, and I think here's the other thing. Uh, and and I'm not. This isn't Toluca at all. This is just the way things seem to be in the media Luca? world. Luca is what it's called, right? Oh, Soul. Soul, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Soul two. Soul two. <laughs> Luca. The Soul two of uh, Italian adventure. Right. The the thing is that. I think for both of us, when Disney released a movie or when Pixar released a movie, that IP was being added to every part of our life in our minds, I think forever. Sure. Like, oh, Cars right. is going to be there. Maybe there's going to be a Cars Land or a Cars Ride or a car, like Cars is going to be with us now forever. Yes. And um, there was something really good about that. It, it, you know, that when that would happen, when you, we would get a new IP to celebrate forever. Yeah. It was awesome. And now I feel like when things come on streaming and I'm not really being marketed, they kind of come and go. And that's fine because I, I like content, but also there's not this like, well, I really connected with that movie. I saw it multiple times and then it was just out there for a long time. And now it's just, it's part of our culture. Yeah. And I, I just don't know that that's happening as much. And that's not to the company or the move, the quality of the movie. It just feels like something different's going on now that's very different than when I was a kid where, you know, like I still, I still talk about the secret of Nim. I'm just like, yeah, yeah you know, it was a good time. It's a great movie. I remember getting the cups at Circle K. Yeah. And like, yeah, it was it still that with rat me. That creeped me out. Yeah. Yeah. There are no good kids movies that are available in the theater for me to want to return to the theater right yeah. now. And this is the type of movie that I'd be like, this would be perfect for Let's me to back. take my kids to. Let's go back to the theater and go watch Luca. Yeah. It's not to say that I'm not happy that it's on Disney Plus. It's that I also wish it was in the theater so that I could give ha- have a reason to go back to the theater. Instead, I'm just gonna have to wait till Jungle Cruise. What do you think when you're Disney? Oh, is it's premium on Disney Plus? No, it's free. Are you serious? Yes. Why charge people for that? Why wait? Why is it free? That's ridiculous. I don't know why it's free. I can tell you why I think it may be free. Fine. My concern is that it's probably not. That solid of a film, huh? Interesting. Uh, you know, I, I can't mean, believe Cor- it's not. Corella is is premium. Yeah, Raya was that. premium. Soul was not premium. Hmm. I wonder what's going on there. I don't know. I don't know. Raya, I, I, Raya I wonder, was I wonder, not. I paid for Raya. I'm, you, I'll pay for that Cruella all day, every day. I'm the only person on really? the planet that. I loved Cruella. I still haven't seen it yet. Crushed. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna pay for it. I know you're not. I'm not. You're missing out. I don't think I am. Oh, you totally are. What pretty, a great I'm movie. Pretty sure I'm Join, not. <laughs> Join me, Bantha Tears, pretty, in singing the praises of Cruella. Pretty sure I'm not. I know there's all sorts of problems with, with, with humanifying villains and blah, blah, blah. I get it. I get it. It was a fun movie. 
don't know about that. <laughs> uh, I, I wonder whether or not we are setting. We have this has gone on way too long. Yeah. I wonder whether or not we are setting up a false value proposition by some first run movies being free and some first run movies are premium. Yeah. I think for kids, if you're watching it at home, you don't know the difference because you didn't pay for it. I think if you go to a theater, that that trumps everything. The theater experience sets something up as premium, even if you didn't pay to go in that theater. That just that whole thing is. So I don't know. We definitely have a, it's definitely a new new era of both advertising and releasing movies. And I gotta say, maybe this makes me sound old, but I I'm can't con- wait. I'm confused. I don't know. I don't. What am I supposed to watch? How am I supposed to watch it? What? There's so many buttons on this thing. This was gonna have a car, a talking car. Are we done with him? When does when does the talking car come back? (laughs) Yeah, he's in this one. You know, thought he was gonna be in all of them from now on. Are the Pixar movies? Those are the ones with the talking cars, right? No, then the yellow guys. They go beep beep or whatever. The yellow guys. You know what I'm talking about? Pixar. They do the yellow guys. Yeah, they like with the guys with the overalls. Yeah, yeah. I love those guys. I love Pixar. Bunions. That's what they're called. I love them. Uh, what else got, you got? Let's go. Let's keep moving. We got to move through this news. Yeah. Hey, Aaron. Hey, what? There is a quiz. Oh, no. That's in your future. Oh, great. This one doesn't come from BuzzFeed, though. This one comes straight from StarWars.com. Okay. And it's called Which Star Wars so Dad sh- Are You? Should we not play the low quality internet quiz song? I don't think we should play a low okay. quality internet quiz song Fantastic. because this, of course, a Star Wars quiz called Which Star Wars Dad Are You seems to be of high quality. All right. Are you ready to figure out which Star Wars dad I'm you are? I'm so ready. This seems very appropriate for our it show does. right it's now. It's Father's Day. I can't think of a ton of Star Wars fathers right now. I know. That's what I thought, too. I'm yeah. like, well, there's Vader. Uh-huh. Uh, I guess Palpatine, sort of. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I was a dad. Uncle and Emperor eventually have kids of their own. So let's find out what Star okay, Wars dad you are. let's do it. How would you describe your parenting style? Mm-hmm. Gruff, compassionate, hands-off, or protective? Uh, Compassionate. Compassionate. I think you are. Do you, Yeah, you, you say if you agree with my answer. I would agree with that. Okay, great. What gift would you want to receive for Father's Day? A grill? Something handmade? Something to wear to work? Time spent together? Uh, time spent together. I think time together. That's Yeah, if I was to pick one for you, I would do either. All right, let's do together. that. What gift do you actually receive for Father's Day? A card? A uh-huh. camping trip? A hug? Or stress? <laughs> I guess something handmade is what I get. What's the closest to that? Uh, a card or a hug? Card. card. Okay, card. I get both of those things. What Star Wars location would you choose for your next vacation? Ord Mandel, mm-hmm. Mustafar, Co- Corellia, uh-huh. or Sorgan? Why are these obscure planets? This is for like a real fan here. Uh, t- I gotta be honest with you. Even I don't know what half of these right. are. Yeah. What's Corellia? Corellia is a planet that Han Solo's from. Oh, uh, the beginning there of Solo? Yeah. With the gates and the... Yep. Yeah, Corellia. All right, Corellia. What hobby would you like your kids to be interested in? Oh, Quidditch. That's not on, that's oh. not on here. What kind of quiz is this? All right. Fixing cars, fishing, art, or cooking. Why isn't Quidditch on here? Yeah, uh, art. Of course, I would agree with that. Okay. What hobby would your kid actually be interested in? Racing cars, snacking, rescuing stray animals, model UN. Wait, why isn't art on here as well? Yeah. Wow, Model UN, huh? That's a, that's a, I don't know. I feel like you can almost decode these into the actual dads they're wrestling. Uh, um, what was the one right before Model UN? Rescuing Stray Animals. Yeah, that one, Rescuing Stray Animals. If your car was a Star Wars ship, which one would it be? The Millennium Falcon, mm-hmm. a TIE Fighter, the Razor Crest, or the Marauder? Razor Crest. Razor Crest. Really? I don't know. I don't know For how the to... the person re- that doesn't like the Mandalorian, that's very 
Okay. What game is your favorite type of Star Wars game? Vintage board game, virtual reality, video game, role-playing? Video game. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Choose a Star Wars mentor, Luke Skywalker, Boba Fett, Qui-Gon Jinn, or Mon Mothma? Qui-Gon. Qui-Gon. Pick a Star Wars film to watch this weekend. Okay. Solo, A Star Wars Story, A New Hope, Return of the Jedi, Revenge of the Sith. Uh, A New Hope. It's been a little while. Yeah. Well, congratulations, Aaron. Who am I? You're Bail Organa. Oh, I yeah? Trust her with my life. Princess you, Leia's papa? Princess Leia's adopted papa. Yeah, adopted papa. To you, family is more than bloodline. Your friends are as good as family to you, and you've become something of a leader among them. Oh. But you would go to great lengths to help a stranger if you thought it was the right thing to do. Your child has a strong moral compass, thanks Ooh. in part to your example. Congratulations, Aaron. That's, that's awesome. That's Jimmy awesome. Jimmy Smiths. You're Jimmy Smiths. Yeah. My question is on these quiz. Also, this was far superior than to BuzzFeed. Way better than But Buzz my question quiz. is, do do, uh, do any of the results that you pick here, is there any, any, any choice selection matrix that leads to like, I mean, you're a terrible dad. You don't care much about people and you're really into it for yourself. That's just really negative or is it, they're, they're all flowery. Should we find out? Should we, should I take the quiz yeah. with the most negative possible? Yeah. Here we go. Ready? All right. How would I describe my parenting style? Gruff. What gifts would you want to receive for Father's Day? Where to work is the worst one. Yeah, somewhere to work. What gifts would you actually receive for Father's Day? Card, camping trips, stress. Stress. Ooh, yeah, kids. Yeah, yeah, no. Ugh, <laughs> I can parent my kids all day. Take all quizzes like this. This is much better. What Star Wars location would you choose for your next vaca- vacation? Mustafar. Mustafar. Yeah. Lava planet. What hobby would you like your kids to be interested in? Fixing cars, fishing, art, or cooking? Okay, fixing, fixing cars. Fixing cars. What hobby would your kids actually get? Oh, my kids, I want Ugh. them to fix cars, but instead, all they're interested in doing is snacking. All he wants to do is eat uh, Frito chili twists. If your car was a Star Wars ship, which one would it be? Millennium Falcon, TIE Fighter, Razor Crest, the Marauder. I think a TIE Fighter TIE is probably the answer. I was going to say TIE Fighter. What's your favorite type of Star Wars game? My favorite type of Star Wars game is probably... It's got to be vir- virtual reality. It's so, virtual, oh, virtual so isolated. Yeah, because that way I don't have to deal with my kids. Yeah. It stress me out. I can't Get stand it. reality. Choose a Star Wars mentor. Luke Skywalker? I don't think so. Boba Fett? Oh, pretty interesting. <laughs> I got this. I don't know who this character is, but I like it. I quiz got, guy. Got his helmet. Anti quiz guy. I got his helmet on the back of my uh, F one fifty. Yeah. Uh, Qui Gon Jinn, maybe. Yeah. Long hair. Mon Mothma. <laughs> I don't think so. So it's got to be Boba Fett. Boba Fett. Yeah. He's so cool. He's I, love cool. That. I love that armor. He's so cool. Pick a Star Wars film to watch this weekend. Star Wars, Solo, a Star Wars story, New Hope, Return of the Jedi, Revenge of the Sith. Well, uh, Revenge of the Sith, of course. Yeah. It's got the best lightsaber fight. It does. I love lightsaber fights, and this one lasts for 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Except for when they stop it to do theater, to run lines. I believe the <laughs> Jedi are the ones who are evil. I'm the Mandalorian. Really? Yeah. Beyond and and your put bi- a peachy spin on it in your yeah, Star totally Wars did. quiz. Beyond your biological parents, you were raised by some strong parental figures who gave you a fierce sense of unity and compassion for those in need. Your child undoubtedly benefits from these traits, and you've, as you've proven, you will do anything to protect them. I don't think there's a way you can get Darth Vader on this. Yeah, right. You'd think you would have. Yeah. I, see, that answers my question, though, because the, the language was a little pandering. Yeah, it was a little pandering. I like it. Do you want to find out what member of the Skywalker family you'd be? <laughs> Not today. Next week. All right, next week. Oh, boy, that was fun. That was fun. We're going to take a quick break. Okay. And when we come back, we're going to be inviting uh, podcast dads 
from the We Like Theme Parks podcast, that's Chris, and Disney Assemble podcast, that's Troy, mm-hmm. to talk with us about what it means to be a Disney dad and to share their love of Disney with their families. Right on. You are going to join us for some of that interview. Yep. Uh, and then you might have to bow out or something. I do, yeah. I have You know, to be with him, to walk see, around with him can, was fun. He'd pick us up at Sunday without, school. Because we always went to Sunday school. And then we'd go out to the podcasters. studio. Or we would go to the uh, Griffith Park merry-go-round. Sometimes to the zoo, but mostly it was just the merry-go-round. I've never seen an Oswald film. Dad was not one for that. He was always interested in what he was doing and what he was going to do next. So, Aaron, it's Father's Day this weekend. Sure is. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. And we figured, what better way to discuss what it's like to be like a magic and a Disney dad. A magic dad. A magic dad okay. and a Disney dad uh, than to invite two of our favorite Disney-loving podcast dads onto the show to oh talk about gosh, it. Oh, my gosh. Who did you get? Uh, well, I'm going to tell you right now. Right on. Uh, is the anticipation killing you? Yeah. I, okay. I literally cannot wait. Oh, right. So many names going through my head right uh, now. Well, wait. We've got uh, Chris Bond from Whoa. the We Like Theme Parks podcast and Troy Roddy from the Disney Assembled Yay. podcast with us We went today. A-list. We did go A-list. Yeah. Uh, they're friends. They're our pod friends and our pod dads. Yeah. I mean, they're not our dads, but they're pod <laughs> well, dads. I, uh, I don't know. I think uh, We Like Theme Parks came before Bob's Leads and Banthas. Well, I guess so. so. There's our, Chris like, Bond might be our dad. Like Godfather, maybe? Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I can go with that. Yeah, okay. Uh, gentlemen, welcome to the show. We are happy to have both of you. Welcome. Hey, thank you. It's good to be here. Thank you for inviting me. You Children, <laughs> uh, happy to be here. Uh, thanks. Happy to, happy to take care of my god kids. <laughs> so, so happy to be invited. Thanks, Uncle Bondo. We love having you yeah, here. No uh, Chris, you, you, you have been, you've been on, uh, what's our show called? <laughs> it's called Bob Sleds and <laughs> Whenever I have Chris on the show, I automatically think our show is We Like Theme Parks. Yeah, you do that when he's not on the <laughs> I show, know, too. I do too. Uh, Chris, you've been on Bob Sleds before. Troy, uh, this is your first time on Bob Sleds, but we have been on your show, so like we're thrilled that we are able to actually have you, have you come on. And we've done a lot of collaborations over social and that sort of thing before, but... Uh, welcome, welcome, man. Uh, both of you have uh, a point of historical context okay. here. Both of you have recently moved into new homes, uh, which you've both talked about on your own shows. And uh, so you are like, you're at, uh, I mean, if there is a zero of podcast quality, uh, you are somewhere around zero, maybe oh, even wow. a little under uh, in terms of what your what your studio setups are like right now. Well, yeah, I'm potting from a windowsill in the basement right yeah, where I good. just installed internet. But my kids upstairs doing schoolwork. So hey, Disney dads, what you, know? you yeah. uh, So you got to make do. Doing the best, doing the best we can. But you know what? We're making magic. Yeah. Right? Am I right? And Troy, you are sitting. Troy is sitting on a uh, throne of moving boxes right now. Uh, yeah. Just, uh, just this uh, is the room. New kingdom. This is the room we've designated for things we don't know where they're going to be at yet. Yeah. Like and it. smart. So so yeah, for right now, podcast room. interview. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for the most part and yeah. father's day what a wonderful weekend to spend painting and lifting and unpacking and uh, paper cutting and it feels done, fatherly. It feels that. appropriate yeah it feels <laughs> totally appropriate uh the other thing uh, that our shows in, in addition to of course uh, our shows all being disney-based shows uh, we love theme parks we love disney theme parks but the other things we love is we all love star wars we all have like this deep love of star wars and if i'm correct we all have a deep love of tron 
which I feel like gets even love. nerdier. Love, like, love I, of Tron. What? Like, what? love. What? Did you say the T word? Yes. <laughs> oh, no. Yes, and I know that even Troy loves Tron, which is, it makes me even happier that uh, that all four of us are talking about, uh, you know, talking together because we have so, we have just like lots of to- lots to talk about. At one point, we almost named my brother Tron. When, when... <laughs> Wait a second. Wait, you're involved in that decision? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we, we, my siblings, all of us have TRs for first names. Okay. My parents did that to us, unfortunately. Right. And when my brother, who's oh, 11 years younger than okay. I am, was on the way, there was a discussion around the table about what TR name and Tron came up and oh, was that's under awesome. serious consideration. Was it entertained? Like, was it like, yeah, we'll, we'll consider that. For for a moment, then I think my mother saw the movie and said, "No, we're not doing that." Oh so, no, mom! Oh. I know. Oh, man. He, I think he came out and probably in equal footing because I, I don't you know, know if the name is much better. It begs a really What's good question. Yeah, we got to know, man. Yeah. Is it Trudy? Well, it, uh, uh, well, with two brothers, and bo- I think Tron came up for both of them, and one is Trent and one is Travis. Okay, that's fine. I guess that's, Tron, that's, that's solid. Those are solid names. I wonder. I know, way better. I vote yeah, for Tron. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, uh, you're going to get support on this show for for Tron as if we well. We get a Roomba. We'll name it Tron. Okay. <laughs> so listen, let's let's start off by talking about. Uh, why don't you each take just a, a moment to to do like a little introduction, a history of of your your show, why you started it, uh, how long it's been running, that sort of thing, and then we're going to get off to the races. We're going to talk about what it's like to be a dad that has this love for Disney and Star Wars and Tron and all those th- all right those fun on. things. Uh, Chris Bondo, why don't you, why don't you kick us off? Well, Hey, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm Chris. I'm from the We Like Theme Parks podcast. Uh, we started about two years ago, I guess it's, uh, two years. Crazy even to say that yeah. uh, we're about yeah. maybe 170 something episodes in, uh, and we're like more comedically based. We, we just have fun. We're Disney make em ups. We get on the show. We play a lot of games. We do a lot of armchair imagineering and come up with new ideas and concepts for the parks and, uh, you know, we really just, uh, editorialize comedically things that are out there in the news. So if you want like real news, we're probably not the place for you, for you, but if you want to have a good time, you come out to the, we like theme parks podcast. And, uh, we have a great group with uh, myself and, uh, second city comic hero, Mark Andrada and, uh, Miriam Kenley, who's a super Disney bounder, uh, from the great state of Arizona. That's right. So a really great group and it's super fun. Yeah. yeah. Super and you guys fun. have been on, we talked to Star yeah. Wars. Oh, we, we love your show. Great games. Great, great hosts. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Troy, yeah, Star Wars Jeopardy was a good time, right? Was, Star Wars De- Jeopardy was, of my year. That was a barn burner. That's what <laughs> that was. Uh, you have to, uh, friends can go back and listen to where Aaron and I got a little cocky in yeah. doing Star Wars Jeopardy and almost lost that thing yeah. to two non-Star Wars fans. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it was a barn burner. You pulled it out, though, guys. We pulled Way it out. We pulled it out. Uh, Troy, yeah. Troy, what about you? I mean, you've got an interesting uh, uh, podcast thesis. It's you and your daughter, Mimi. And you guys talk about right. Disney every single week. How did that get started? So, right, during the pandemic, we were staring at each other bored in the house. Um, and, you know, we were looking for something to do as a father and daughter together. Um, you know, Mimi's uh, 15 now, and so her tastes and interests have changed in the last few years. And so the things we used to do together – um, she, her interest in those things have, has faded a little bit. Yep. So, uh, in an effort to stay connected and relevant in her life, um, we just decided to think about something we both loved and enjoyed talking about. And Disney was that thing. And that's how it started. We just decided let's 
you know, let's record our conversations with each other and, and put it out there and see if other people uh, or that conversation as well, whether it's, you know, another dad on his way to work who has a daughter or a dad with a daughter on the way or a daughter with a dad she may or may not connect with. And yeah. so, yeah, that's, that's how we started that. We're, I think we're 70 episodes in at this point. Yeah. And um, yeah, we've, we've enjoyed spending that time every week together. I think it's important. Um, and I, it, we didn't do it because of this reason, but certainly remembering back to how Walt would carve out time every week for his daughter yeah, and yeah. Um, I think having that time carved out with her is really important to me and to her. And, you know, along the way, we'll, along the way, we like to have fun and meet new friends. And you guys from the beginning have been, you know, great friends to us online. And um, you know, the time we were able to connect and get you guys on our show was, was one of our favorite moments. So yeah, it's been great, great journey so, so great. far. And we love, love meeting all these wonderful people out there in the, uh, in the inner web. You say it's so understated, but the, the mission and the, the or origination of the podcast to spend time with your kids is, is abs- it's just amazing. It, it's, it's such a dad thing to do. And yeah. I think uh, I podcast a little bit with my daughter and I think what's interesting is your, your voice changes a little bit. Your tone changes when you're podcasting. There's a little bit more freedom of opinion. It's not this dad daughter thing anymore. It's this like dad, but podcast host and daughter and podcast host. And you have these just very interesting conversations that I don't think you would have normally. And so I just, I, I love it and I'm glad you're doing it. Thank you. Yeah. You know, what's interesting about it is, you know, as I listen to our show, I start thinking about it. Well, if we continue to do this thing at some point, I'll be the grandfather (laughs) and uh, the transition plan, the transition plan from being co-host to just listener, uh, certainly in the back of my mind. One thing I wanted to share is related to all this, you know, Mimi doing the podcast has really helped her tremendously in school Mm. where she, she's a, a creative writing student at an arts high school. And um, for one of her final assignments for the school year, she had to do a podcast. And so she recorded a podcast on her own and submitted to the teacher. And I think she got a, a, a B on it. What? And she was really upset <laughs> because like- the teacher said, well, well, the, well, you guys are teaching podcasts. Well, the teacher wanted her to have an outline and a plan and follow a script. And she said, I podcast. I've had you don't 70 understand. podcasts. I'm a I professional podcaster. This is what I do. I don't right. think you understand the I've genre. I've been podcasting for over a year. How did I get to be on this thing? She goes, well, you didn't make a, an outline. You didn't write up a script. She goes, I don't. I never use a script. But I'm so. in the industry. That's not how we do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it's all good. That's but thank funny. you. For, for your kindness, I appreciate it. Uh, so so let, let me start off by asking, I hate that I just didn't, uh, yeah, I need you to cut that out for me. You said us were intelligent, ums were... That's true. Okay. Us, are, us are connecting, ums are uh, space fillers. Okay. So, yeah. I think you're fine. Okay, good. Can I just follow up with what Troy just said? He said it was like a Please. great moment having you guys on the podcast. I just wanted to reiterate it was the same for us, just so we're on equal footing. <laughs> oh, good. It was good. such a beautiful moment <laughs> yeah. having the bobsled boys oh, on the thanks. podcast. Chrissy come, second class citizens. I was going to say, you know Chrissy come lately decides he yeah. wants to say that he also had a great time with yeah. us on his show. Yeah, yeah, I did. I promise. <laughs> did he not coin the term Bantha Boys? He did coin yeah. the term Bantha Boys. Yeah. yeah, I mean, listen, he's the starter of that. Chris, no royalties, but thank you, Chris. You may not have enjoyed having us on your show, but at least you've given us uh, some good intellectual property that we've, that. Uh, yeah. that we've stolen. So yeah, we appreciate that. <laughs> 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 we had a great time we guys did. i just wanted to honor there's a tribute episode coming oh okay? good, boy, good. Oh, wonderful. Some stuff. perfect but, but I, yeah, I just wanted to just not be that the the 
unappreciative podcast. Okay. Well, it's right, Troy, duly noted. Duly noted. Uh, so listen, guys, uh, were you, uh, were you always Disney fans? Like, uh, you know, that's a pretty opening question, but I guess what I would say is how far does your Disney star Wars fandom go back? Is it go back to when, when you were kids for Aaron and I, it's this thing that's always been with us. Uh, and it's, it's, you know, it's, it's entrenched in us. Uh, was it the same for both of you? Did you grow up with, with Disney loving families? Uh, you know, how did you get, uh, both turned on to it? Uh, well, I'll, I'll start. Um, for me, I had, I mean, I live in Canada, I live in Toronto, but my family had a condo in Pompano beach, Florida. Mm-hmm. And so we would head down there a couple times a year and it was always this big deal to get out to Disney. Yeah. Um, so I, as it, I maybe was four or five, six years old. So I had a lot of, uh, park exposure early on and I was hooked. And then later in life, um, my mom was really into musicals and like the music during the Renaissance, those musical movies had a really big effect on me. And I work in the, you know, theater business and I've written musicals and things. And so those musicals were really important and seeing them integrated into the park. So I really wanted to get down there to see uh, that connection. And uh, yeah. And then the star Wars thing, 1983 return of the Jedi first movie I ever saw watching that death star blow up, blew my mind. My grandpa took me and I was like, I'm down for space. Let's do this. <laughs> like, I have like, no I idea what's stay. going on, but I really like this. <laughs> yeah, totally. Right. Like, I, I don't know what's happening, but it looks really cool. This is great. Lasers. Same thing happened with Tron. Just, I know we were talking about Tron. Yeah. I saw those like lasers and the LED lights and I was like, in those light cycles. And I was like, I love this. Right. And I just stuck with it. There was a whole lot of Star Wars after that. Not a lot of Tron, but you know, I, I, I stayed plugged in. But yeah, it started really early uh, with the musicals and the parks, and it really got me interested in you know storytelling and yeah. writing and yeah. creating my own stuff. So yeah, big time with the Star Wars, the Tron, the parks, you name it. Disney, I love you. And so, you sort of you you held on to it as you as you grew up, right? Like it sort of changed and evolved as you grew up. Yeah, well, we sold the condo, and then it was like, well, how do I get to these parks? So you know, uh, I'd be. You know, even when I was in high school, I'd be dating a girl and I'd be like, let's go to Disney. And like, what? It's a little fast, but I want to get down. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, we live in Toronto, in school, like, not Orlando, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, there's really like, let's go to Mexico or like, Cancun, whatever. I was like, no, 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 Orlando. That's, that's the spot, you know? Uh, so we made a point to travel a lot and uh, yeah, I just, I don't know. There's just so, something special about that yeah. place and it's different, not living there like you guys are close it's a it's a part of your your real everyday life when you live far away you got a journey to get there it makes those moments even more special and unique and you got to get the most out of them like when we go down there we go for over two weeks yeah we don't mess around yeah we do it up but you know i don't get to the parks like six times a year like a lot of people do so it's like once or twice but we really hit it hard and yeah for years and years and i'm just thankful that my wife lets me do it doesn't say no she did say can we just go to punta cana or oh, something oh listen uh, we got to put a pin in that cuz that, that's a follow up question that i have uh, but, but but i yeah but i i want to move to to troy troy same same question you know is this something that uh, that you grew up with is it something that you gained over time what what's the story there i think my enjoyment and love of Disney is the testament to how strategic Disney has been over the past 50 years in subliminally planting in your head that these things make you happy. Right. So, 
I mean, look, I was uh, a child of the early 70s. And, you know, I remember distinctly on Sunday night with my family watching Wonderful World of Disney. I mean, I had the coonskin cap oh, and man, the long yeah. rifle running around. I mean, Zorro was my hero. I mean, I, I had plastic swords all over the house. Um, and so the Disney part, yeah, I mean, great movies that came out in the 70s, you know, uh, animated movies. Yeah, like the cap from um, outer space. Even, <laughs> well, in live action, I mean, Apple Dumpling Gang and Pete's Dragon and all these films that came out that I went to see. And it was just all part of the narrative of my childhood. And I mean, I, at the time, I'm not thinking, well, this is Disney. This is Disney. I was like, I really enjoy this this content, this entertainment that's coming my way. And then, you know, the idea of going to the park didn't, I mean, we weren't a family with, with means to do that. Uh, and I think I was in, you know, eighth grade, I think before I, I visited Walt Disney world, but all that time, I mean, just building and building and getting there and seeing how really wonderful it is. And, you know, the idea of being in, I mean, the feeling that you're in a totally different world and that all the outside, you know, influences of the world are, are left behind was really, um, you know, as an eighth grader, not therapeutic, but as an adult, I would say it's therapeutic. And then Star Wars thing is is even, you know, I mean, I remember in first grade, I had to, uh, I had a surgery I had to get done. And, you know, I was a big Star Wars fan. We, I remember standing in line for two hours with my parents to see A New Hope and uh, back in 77, I mean, yeah. we went when it opened and, um you know, I, I mean, I distinctly remember my mother doing the mail order action, Kenner action figures and having to go to the Sears um, warehouse, the, not the store, but like the, the wholesale warehouse where I had to go, do, give them a ticket and they gave us this box with toys in it. And I yeah, was like, the early bird kid, is man. This? this is great. You know, and waking up from that surgery and having, you know, an X-Wing fire and a TIE fire, you know, uh, action figure set right next to me. And so, yeah, I mean, all of that, you know, broomsticks were painted green and blue and, and we were running around, you know, chasing the, the family pets with our lightsabers. <laughs> Breaking each other's heads open. All that stuff yeah. was, yeah, yeah. I mean, the pets didn't like it very much, but we, we loved it. I mean, I wearing my father's oversized shirts and pretend to be, you know, Shorty Robe Luke with the farm boy outfit. and <laughs> Shorty Robe Luke. I mean, Luke. I did yeah. all that. Shorty Robe Luke, my you know, favorite action was, figure. Yeah. 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 Nowadays it'd be like, dude, put some pants on, but I, I was, <laughs> that, it just hooked me into it. And then into this day, I, I just, it's, it's a, you know, and all the adult things we have to do every day, which were important, um, you know, taking time to take care of yourself and having, you know, that sort of respite from, you know, being involved in some Disney stuff to, yeah. to take that time out is, is good for me. Yeah. Yeah. Troy, tell me that you were throwing frisbees at each other too. Come on, there had to be some. Oh yeah, 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 little little Tron action. Yeah, just saying. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Well, here's here's one of uh, here's one of the big questions, and uh, this goes out to to everybody, Aaron included. Uh, Are your wives as dyed in the wool fans of these things as you are? Because I know from my perspective, I've often said 
Uh, I love Star Wars and my wife loves me, right? I love Disney and my wife loves me. The fact that I was a cast member did nothing to gain me favor with my my wife. In fact, it actively yeah, worked it against me. Yeah, it was a little bit of a barricade. Yeah, it was yeah. a little bit of a barricade. Uh, do I really want a life of this? Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Exactly what it is. And so I just, yeah, you know, uh, through through our our marriage and and our family, she certainly gained an appreciation for these things that we love and that we share with our kids, and and she certainly sees it through their eyes and, and appreciates it on a maternal level. Uh, but I wonder. Are, are your wives the same level of fan uh, that you all are? And I'm going to start with uh, my buddy across the way here, my brother on the mic, Aaron Robbins. Oh, hey. Hey. Thanks for inviting me to my show. Yeah, I'm really glad that you're here. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad to be here as well. Uh, my wife is from, you know, kind of grew She had grandparents in Southern California as well. So her her, her Disneyland story is very similar to mine going a lot. Um, but I would say her her love and appreciation of things is very different. She's she's nerdier. She's way more into Marvel and Lord of the Rings. And she she's just a classic nerd. Like she, yeah. she knows stuff. She'll pull out a random detail um, about something. And um, she's quiet about it. But So she is really nerdy in terms of her knowledge and meta. Um, I'm more experiential in terms of I like Disneyland for the artistic, the imagination, um, what it feeds into me. She's as a an book artist. knowledge nerd. Yeah, she's like she's, she's got that book. She's, yeah, got that she's book one knowledge. of them book knowledge nerds. Um, so I don't know. We're different in that way. We both, I think, like it very, very differently. Yeah. So it's never a problem. Do you want to go to Disneyland? It's always like, yes, definitely. That's a priority. Is there ever a question of like, well, can we? Should we? Go, can we go just somewhere else? No, no, like, it's never. No. That's never an issue. The only thing, like the only arguments, we, yeah, that we get into. And she, she's like, I mean, should we watch Star Wars again tonight? I'm like, I don't know. I mean, we're we're halfway through all of them. Maybe we yeah. should. Maybe we should finish one of them. Or you know, so she's just very nerdy, always watching the movies, n- knows a lot about that stuff, way more than me, especially in the Marvel universe. Um, but I go there to be inspired. Yeah. She goes there to be, to be entertained. entertained. Yeah. And those are the the differences. And uh, now, Chris, it sounds a little bit different than uh, what you were just about to explain. So, what what's your relationship with uh, with your wife like when it comes to this type of stuff and her fandom? Yeah, I think it's a little bit of A and B with you two fellas. Like my wife. She does follow along. I, I don't want it to be like, yeah, I'll sit here and watch this because I had an interview. You know, she she likes it. She enjoys the Star Wars. She enjoys the parks, but she's there to be entertained. Um, she might ask a lot of questions, and I'm down for it because, you know, we're watching the Star Wars. But anytime a new Marvel movie comes out, uh, a Star Wars, even a Tron, she knows. Like, it's like, okay, I guess we're doing it. <laughs> I guess we're doing it. Going. All right. I you guess know? we'll see this yeah. thing fall apart in the second act. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, but But with that said, you know, Getting her to, to, to consistently agree to go to the parks, you have to throw a little cherry on the top of that Sunday. It's got to be okay. Well, why don't we go to Tokyo and then yeah. we can go? You know, we can go to the mountains. We can go to Fiji. We can do all the stuff. We can go visit some of your family. My wife's from Taipei. We can go visit there, and then maybe we'll spend four days in Tokyo Disney. No big deal, right? Yeah. yeah. So we're we there make already. It a big <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're just popping by, yeah. right, for like four or five days, whatever. So I can get her to do that, but to these exclusive Disney trips, you know, like I got to add a cruise. I got to add something. That's, that's the sneak around. Okay. Yeah. But, um, but she's cool with it. I would say she's even a little bit more than cool with it. She likes it, but does she need to go every time? Like she's given me the last trip. I was like, we got some friends going, let's go. She was like, Punta Cana, Punta Cana. I yeah. want to lay on a beach. Yeah. And I was like, 
We can do both. Can we? Do both? <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's like my my wife always says. She's like, I don't. I, I want to go to a real place. I want to go to like a historic. <laughs> right, yeah. I want to go to a historic place, a place with history. And I'm like, yeah, but why would you want to go there? Like yeah. it's dirty and nobody and like there aren't. There's not good like customer service there. Right. Like you're on your <laughs> I love own. That though. I want to go to a real place. I want to go to. I want to go to French Fry University. I want to go to a real school. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And so there's this there's this constant like back and forth of like, well, yeah, I know, but this is but this is like a it, it's a perfect vacation it's yeah. a perfect vacation like there you got to figure out what you want to do they you know you yeah, go to they Disney, tell you. you you know exactly what you want to do schedule it yeah exactly what, what about you troy how's uh what about your wife is is she uh as invested in this stuff as you are i'm gonna i'm gonna start my answer by saying that my wife is the smartest most supportive wonderful person that's a great disclaimer now get to the question <laughs> She she puts up with it, but yeah. her she doesn't have the uh, the fandom that that Mimi and I do. One of the things on our show that we talked about a couple of times is that half our family loves Disney, and the other half can take it or leave it. And so Mimi and I are the ones, obviously, that love it. My son and my wife are, you know, it is what it is. So it's um, I would say the, the, visiting the Disney parks are a real treat for us because, and I, and I, and I kind of agree with my wife on this to, to an extent, she wants to explore and see things that she hasn't seen before. Right. And yeah, so totally. we do a lot of family trips and, you know, when we do big trips, we'll go to parts of the country we've never seen and spend a week or so uh, going to national parks and, and visiting, you know, places that we're, Again, that we, you know, we probably won't see again unless we're really intentional about yeah, doing right. it. So the idea of balancing the cost of going to a Disney park versus taking that money and doing some real exploring to parts of the country, because she has, you know, a list of things that she wants to see and experience in her life too. So that balance is really important for us trying to, to figure out what that is. Um, that being said, you know, from time to time she'll she'll tease a little bit, she'll say, you know, if we were to do a theme park trip, this might be a good time for yeah, us to do it. Yeah. So it's like, you want, me, you want me to call a travel agent? Right, do you want exactly. me to start you, working you, on yeah, it? You've got the not, not, speed not, not yet, not yet. Yeah. Right, right. So uh, I, I think it's one of those things that I think she enjoys it when she does it. Um, and she's happy to be there. But the um, the desire to do it is it's not something that she wakes up and says, oh, wow, I wish I could just yeah. go to to Disneyland or Disney World today. It sounds like we're so, uh, it sounds like we're pretty evenly matched. Yeah, or gonna, I say we we, we, we run the mixed, gamut here. We got a mixed up map of. We got a mixed up. Of, map. And I will tell you, if we want to watch a Star Wars, if we want to watch a movie at home, like Mimi and I want to watch a, a Marvel or a Star Wars or something, I mean, she'll say that's fine. I'll go upstairs. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's you know it's fine. There's this thing with uh, with Disney fandom and and the stuff that surrounds Disney fandom that that I think is different as a dad than it is say sports fandom uh, or you know a car mechanics fandom or you know the, these other types of very uh, stereotypical dad fandom uh, and and I, I'm wondering whether or not you you agree with that what, and what you think that special thing is when it comes to uh, this fandom that you share with your kids? Well, I think Disney is unique because there's so many like facets and experiences to the Disney fandom, whether it's 
you know, media, it's, it's film, it's television, it's, uh, it's the parks, it's going on a cruise. It's, there's so many different variations of Disney that you can be exposed to. Um, and how sport ESPN, like it's all encompassing Yeah, um, that it's, it's a bit more of a lifestyle than I would say just, it, it depends how seriously you take it. Obviously, I think we're all kind of living that lifestyle because we're, we're fans. We have, you know, our own podcasts and our own invested interests and in this kind of thing. But uh, I, I don't know if I would say it's the same as a hobby, um, but I, I leave it to the consumer to how serious and how, how far you delve into your, your passion or your interest. And yeah, like, I think like all of us sitting here on these microphones, we were all in the beginning, we were all probably fans and now we're kind of a part of the, the lifestyle part of the community. Yeah. So it's a little bit more than just a, um, than just a, a hobby, if you want to call it. That. I think like uh, some people, it might, you could only take it that yeah, far. It's, I think, I think you're right. I mean, I think lifestyle is the right answer there or the right word there. Right. Because I mean, some people it's a hobby if you go once in a while and I don't even know if you go once in a while, can you even call it a hobby or is it just a place that you yeah. enjoy? But like when you yeah. start buying the merchandise and you're and you're following the news and you're and you're wa- watching ride throughs of uh, you know videos yeah. of ride throughs and that sort of thing that takes it from a hobby uh, somewhere between hobby and lifestyle uh, and then mm-hmm. you know to your point when you start hosting a podcast about it and you really invest in it then it, be- it does become that type of lifestyle but I feel like that lifestyle is is unique in the relationship between uh, us as fans as hardcore fans and. And, and instilling that fandom or wanting to see that fandom take root in our kids. And I, and I feel like yeah. that's, I, I don't know if it's different than uh, a, a dyed in the wool sports fan. Uh, Bondo, you are a huge Toronto Raptors fan. And so uh, I wonder like, is that to you, is your love of the Raptors or, you know, do you experience the Raptors lifestyle in the same way that you experience a Disney lifestyle and you expect that fandom, that love to take root, or do you hope that that fandom or take, uh, takes root in your kids? Oh God. I mean, yeah, the brainwashing started from day one. My kids I'm had both. I'm both. Yeah. and listen, they won the, they won the world championships. That was in 2019. That was a big deal here. There was like millions of the whole city was, it was crazy. It's basketball fever. And this is a hockey town. So yeah. we're also big hockey fans and we're baseball fans. We like all of it. Um, so the kids are interested, but obviously you're going to push the things that you're most passionate about. My wife is really interested in arts and, and like crafting. And so my kid is really crafty, but my kid loves the Raptors and Disney and Star Wars and Tron. There's a reason. Do, <laughs> you know do they I mean? love it we're, equally or is there a distinction in your mind? Oh, um, well, it's kind of, it goes in waves. It depends on what's hot, what's current. You know, Star Wars is really hot right now because my kid, I'll just be honest. I'm a rocking parent over here. She watches a lot of TV, a lot of Disney plus she's loving the Lego star Wars. She's like, there's so much of it. There's so much to consume. She does like, she likes the princesses a little bit, like not a ton, but I'm speaking about my older daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. So, but she also like talks about Kyle Lowry and Kawhi Leonard. Like she loves basketball too, but uh, it is, it is really, it's, it's really fun. But at the same time, I don't want to overwhelm my kid with all the stuff I like. She has to find her own way. Sure. Right. 
but but it is this it is it is special that's something that we can share together yeah it's it's this bonding thing right i mean it's this thing that you know we we open up the things that we love in our world and we ask our kids to step into it and when they do it just feels like now the thing that we love is surrounded by a person that we love even more and you summarize it really beautifully by saying stepped in it's not pushed in right you just open a door and let if they want to walk through great if they don't Great. That's fine too. Yeah. For us, I think one of the things that's important for our family is being well-rounded um, and having multiple interests. And, and for our kids, you know, one of the values of that that we see is you don't know where you're going to find yourself in the world. And if you have, you know, varying interests, you know, you find yourself in a certain setting, you, you have a good chance of connecting with the people that you're with. And so, you know, like I said, for Mimi and I, Disney plays a, a, a part in our lives and it's a part that we love and we and we we don't see letting go of. But there are other things that, you know, we share that we enjoy and things that she enjoys that I don't. And there are things about Disney that she likes that I don't. And I think, you know, one of the things that I'm I'm happy about and way we're introducing this into our our relationship is, and I know not everybody feels this way, but I think, you know, a true lover of something like Disney, if you're a real fan of Disney, then it doesn't mean you're always looking at everything that Disney does as perfect or great. Some things are flawed and you're able to recognize that and use that as, you know, part of your conversation that you have with, with, you know, that we have together. Uh, Yeah. Um, I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. Being well-rounded is really important for us. And you know, you know, the lifestyle piece, you know, you know, she's a student and, you know, she's an athlete and it's important that she stays physically healthy and that, you know, we don't just, you know, we're going to watch TV and we're going to watch the movies and we're going to talk about them, but she doesn't, you know, like Chris, Mimi will not listen to our show. She will (laughs) not listen to it. If I put it on, she immediately says, turn it off because she doesn't want to hear herself that she's, And I think she doesn't articulate it this way, but I think in her mind, the value of doing the show for her is the time with me, not necessarily listening to what she sounds like on the air. Right. I don't have a problem listening to it, but I'm, you know, I'm 50 years old. I don't, it doesn't matter to me if my voice is a little nasally on, you know, on the podcast or whatever. So I think she's, she's a teenager. I mean, she's discovering things and and learning about what she likes and doesn't like. And, you know, she's more aware of things in the world than she was a few years ago and trying to figure out where all that places into her value system. Um, and then Disney, I think, is part of the context of that conversation for her. I mean, the retheming of Splash Mountain was a big conversation yeah. we had together because, you know, at her age and the school she goes to and the things that she's learning and the, the friends she's making is painting a picture of the world that was different than the one that I had at her age. And it's neither good nor bad. It's just this is the world she's in. And um, and I, I can appreciate using the context of Disney or star Wars or the lessons from those things. And whether it's Disney or something, everybody should have something in their life that when they're experiencing it is just joyful that the, that all they get out of it is just pure escapism and joy. And that's why, 
you know, what I encourage Mimi to do is if you love Disney, love it, but don't get so wrapped up in it that it becomes a serious thing. Like I appreciate like serious Star Wars fans. I, I really do. I mean, and part of me is jealous that I'm not that huge of like, I'm not saving all year to go to Star Wars celebration and all that stuff. I wish I would go, but it's the people that take it too seriously. It's, it, it, I don't understand that personally. I think it, it, once you take something so seriously that it causes you to have negative feelings about it, then it's no longer a joyful thing. And for me, what, what I try to preserve in our Disney experience is it's, it has to be joyful. It can't be a chore. And the whole point of the whole thing is for it to be fun. If yeah. it's not fun, then the point. And, and I think that's a really, I think you've hit on a really interesting and apt d- uh, distinction, right? Which is this thing where, uh, this thing that we love should be celebrated and that it's joyous, but that joyous celebration d- isn't without criticism. It isn't without taking a look at this thing and saying, does this right. work? Does this, does the magic that's been established by this thing, whether it's Disney, Disney movies, theme parks, Star Wars, whatever it is, the magic that's been established by this thing, is is there a quality there that is either no longer being maintained or being compromised? And I think that when you share uh, you know, we we all have kids in different uh, phases, right? Uh, Troy, you've got teenagers. I have tweens, uh, and and Chris, you've got elementary age kids. I have elementary age kids too. But you know, we have the 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 gamut represented here. And I think uh, there's that uh, evolution or maturity. I guess maturity is probably a better word of the of this thing sharing this thing that we love, where it's just whiz bang, exciting. Isn't it fun? Isn't it wonderful to enjoy? to uh, being able to mature to a level where we can take a look at new things that are being put out and then be able to have these honest discussions with our kids about is this the, thi- is this the same quality? Is this still t- uh, tell the same stories? Does it still emotionally resonate with us the same way? Or um, do, do we hope for more? Do we want to see more what we like to see? And I think that bonds us to get closer together as, as dads. Yeah, a, great, a great example for my recently I had a conversation with Mimi about this is, you know, I don't like the fact that the messaging from Disney that's coming out recently is, is geared much more towards revenue generation and making money because that's not one of the five keys of delivering the Disney experience, I man. Efficiency but this seems more like, how can I get as much money as I can out of the pockets of people who are struggling to make ends meet? Yeah, the, si- the six key commercialization. Right. So <laughs> I, don't, I don't like that, and I can point that out. But I'm not someone that's going to say I hate Bob Chapek. I don't hate Bob Chapek. The man's doing his, his job. He's the best and audio animatronic there is. Like, I mean, there is no right. better AA figure than Bob Chapek right now. I mean, so... I think you can dislike some of the things you cannot agree with some of the things that, that are, that you hear or say. And of course, you know, I'm, I'm judging something I haven't experienced yet. I right? like the, the Spider-Man thing, right? I don't like how that feels, but I don't dislike Bob Chapek because of that. I mean, you know, and I, I think that's, I think that's where the line is for me yeah. is once you start adding judgment to individuals, you know, when you start saying things like this thing, this bad, good, I mean, 
that to me crosses the line. Then, then you end up in a, a space that's no longer joyful and you can't, and you just can't escape because well, you're wrapped up in your, and, and Chris, your show really tries to, uh, I think, avoid that. You, you, your, your premise is like, let's keep it fun. Let's, and, and if, and if what Disney is doing in actuality is not fun, then let's come up with a game or a topic that, that makes it fun again. I mean, yeah. Uh, it's not like we won't at- attack the issues, but we'll give it just enough attention that we've, we've editorialized on it hopefully comedically right. done it in a fun way. And like, listen, in this whole COVID, it, it was a lot of podcasts were like, well, we got nothing fun to talk about. And we were like, we got stuff. To, we're going to make up stuff. To yeah. Talk about, right? yeah. We're, we're going to, we're about having a good time on our show. But I mean, I, I, I don't disagree with, there's a lot of things that take you to a place where I don't care for this. And Disney is changing. It's been a weird time for them. And, you know, uh, I would love to go to Savvy's workshop and build a Chapek droid for sure. <laughs> I'll be pay for that. I got, I got a hundred bucks for that. What personality chip but do you the, put in that? That's my question. The tomorrow chip. The they tomorrow have one. Chip. Yeah, yeah. 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 The Kevin Feige chip. The, uh, yeah, the, yeah, the, 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 the real person chip. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, did you buy just offshoot here for, did you watch the Marvel opening? Oh yeah. The, we uh, talked about it in our they, show. And I, yeah, it, pretty hilarious. Like they roll out JPEG and first they bring yeah, out yeah. tomorrow, Raya Sunshine. Everyone's like, ah, yeah. JPEG comes in. Oh, and, well, and okay. Kevin, get Paul Rudd out here. Like, yeah, Kevin Feige comes out and he's like, he's a joy to listen to. And then yeah, yeah. Uh, JPEG comes out and he's like holding his microphone like he's never held a microphone before. And yeah. he's just <laughs> the most joyless, uh, emotionless. Just corporate. Yeah. He basically is like a corporate leadership book, uh, you know, in in a suit. Uh, it's just it was such a hilarious. It was just it's hilarious and sad at the same time. Where we talked about it on our show, where it's just like, man, like I'm not saying that he's not doing what he's hired to do, but he definitely doesn't exude the heart that we would hope from the head of the Walt Disney Company. Well, I yeah, I mean, usually that guy would be in the background. Right. right. He wouldn't yeah. be close to the front, but they've amalgamated everything. Yeah. And but, but listen, I think this, I don't want the show to become about, you know, no, no, no. I want to, we're, we're going to talk about that all day. Yeah. Yeah. But what I can, what I will say is that there's something special about the bond with my, my daughters and how they love going to Disney and Disney. It's unfortunate that things keep evolving things that are important. Uh, add-ons, if you want to call or guest experiences that keep continue to be taken away Things continue to get more expensive. More and more families are getting boxed out. Yes. Yeah. Um, and that's a concern because it's supposed to be for everybody. Yeah. You know, and it's becoming less and less like that. Uh, all right. So uh, we, got, know, we, got, we, got, we got serious for a moment. I'm going to, I'm going to make it light again. No, right. Make it light again for a Whoops. moment. Uh, let me, let me ask. So as a Disney loving dad, what do you think is, I mean, what do you think is one thing that you have done as a Disney dad that you would never have done if you didn't have the love for this thing. Troy, what what do you think that would be? Loving Disney helped me get over my fear of looking like a bad parent in public. (laughs) So, so I'll explain. So we were at Disney world. Uh, Our son was two and Mimi was four and um, 
my wife on the first morning after we arrived, we woke up the next morning. She was so sick. I mean, she had broken out in spots and had fever. I think she maybe had scarlet fever. I don't know, but she could not go to the park. She wasn't going to make it. Um, Disney was great. They came and got her and they brought her to a, a clinic and they helped her out. But we couldn't stay in the room with her. I mean, I had a four-year-old and a two-year-old and she's breaking out in spots and fever. So she said, Troy, you got to take them. And here I am, I mean, a relatively new parent and, you know, how many tens of thousands of people are in the magic kingdom. So I get the stroller and I tell Mimi, you're going to have to walk. I got to push your brother. We got one. I'm not doing two strollers, one dad. So, and it was raining. So we're in magic kingdom in a pouring down rain with Mimi and her brother and she wanted to meet the princesses we're waiting in lines and we're in pixie hollow and being shrunk down all this other stuff but the the big part was we we were having lunch in tomorrowland and um uh, we're sitting there eating and you know brothers in his stroller and i'm i'm shoveling chicken nuggets down his in his mouth and i look up and mimi is gone I mean, terrifying. She's gone. That's terrifying. And I'm looking around going, okay, my wife's not here. We didn't have cell phones. I mean, this was pre-cell phone, right? So I didn't have a phone. I, I got this two-year-old in a stroller. We're dripping wet. There's people everywhere. I mean, it's packed. And um, I have no idea where she is. So I stand up and I'm looking around. I don't see her. And, I, and you know, at a certain point, you know, I'm, I'm – I'm quite introverted and I don't like to draw attention in public to things. So at a certain point, I just said, I, I, I'm freaking out here. So I stood, I literally stood on the table and started yelling her name. Yeah. Like, you know, you know yeah. her real name's Irene. So I'm yelling, Irene, Irene, and nothing. Right. And so and now the other parents realize what's going on. And so now everybody's like looking around and what is she wearing? Uh, oh, she had Crocs and a poncho. I don't know. So, you know, I'm, I, you know, I, this, I mean, it's stupid. What do I do with the two-year-old? So I'm like trying to navigate the stroller through the tables and, you know, and I, I go over and where is she? She's yapping it up with a cast member over by the cash register, you know, and having a big conversation about, you know, the princesses and, you know, it, it helped me get over that and and at the time finding a family restroom to change diapers and bring a little girl into was hard to find. Yeah, and so you, I quickly got over any sort of fear as a parent of just you know putting yourself out there in the public. You know, you got a diaper to change, you change the diaper. You got a little girl needs to go to the restroom. <laughs> you take her to whatever restroom you got, especially when she's four, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then of course my appreciation for the cast members because that cast member knew right away that this little girl shouldn't have been wandering around the restaurant mm -hmm. and there was no judgment on their part at all. Yeah. Um, they were very polite. They were uh, very understanding. I mean, I wasn't crying yet, but I was about to, and she recognized right away that, you know, this one belongs to you. <laughs> and mm -hmm. um, I mean, it was just a, a, it turned out to be a really good experience, but you know, it, it really, I, I guess, you know, inadvertently my love of Disney led me to the park, which sort of helped me get over any fear of public embarrassment sure, right. of being a 
there with my hey, hey Troy, how long was she actually gone for? Like I know it felt like a millennium, but how long was it? It actually? felt like forever, but I would say maybe two minutes. Yeah. Oh, that is felt a like long 20, two minutes. Right? Yeah. 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 You know what? Listen, I, I was my heart was pounding and yeah, I, I was like, I mean, of course, the thought went to my head is, you know, what am I going to tell my wife? I mean, I, you know, I mean, <laughs> logically, I knew she wasn't getting out of the park. She was going to be in the park somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Right. But that's a big place. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and I'm I, like, I, I got news for you, Troy. You're not the first parent to lose their kid. No, you are not. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, maybe not even on this podcast. I know that. I know that stomach dropping, <laughs> heart out sinking well. feeling where it's just like uh, your mind is racing a million miles a minute trying to figure out what you're going to do next. And oh man, that's that is scary. Yeah. That's that's scary. It's super scary. It's yeah. the worst. I mean, I, I won't lie. It happened to me once, not at a Disney park, but at like uh, my my uh, Cedar Park Fair park in town, and. Uh, it, it was just a communication mix up. I was moving a stroller. I thought my wife was going to pick up the kid at the end of the ride. Neither of us ended up being there. Oh my gosh. She was missing for like probably four or five minutes. And it was the scariest five minutes of my life. And I was mortified. And I think I'm, she was, we found her wandering around in tears, scared. It was the worst. Oh. It wasn't a found by a cast member happy experience. It was the opposite. But that, you know what? It's because it wasn't that a Disney experience. Park, Bondo. That's the reason why. You're right. But I also, I feel like, you know what? I'm glad everything was okay and it was safe and it was just a mix-up. But if further node, our, you know, now we're on, our just our level of, of peak alertness is way higher all the time now. Yeah. Anytime we're in yeah. a big space like that. Maybe that needed to happen to get there. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, listen, it's not easy being a Disney dad sometimes, you know, uh, and I will say there's a lot of things that I I've been doing as a Disney dad that I never would have dreamed of doing before, like going to a theme park and hardly going on coasters because you're in kitty town all day long. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've yeah, I spent like, three days in fantasy land and never left. I, I know what that feels like yeah, for sure. Like, uh, here, here's a couple ones value resorts. I mean, Never did those. <laughs> and then you get kids and they don't care about all the bells and whistles and they just want to jump in the big computer pool and, you know, throw stuff. And it was really crazy. And oh, oh, what's that other thing? Oh, yeah. Disney on ice. Would have never done that. Oh, my gosh. I love Disney on ice. That's one of those yeah, things yeah. That, that that brings the, the the Disney experience home to your hometown. Like, yeah, I agree. That's something I would I would never have gone to Disney on ice if I'm not a, if I wasn't a dad. Yeah. And probably, you know what? I probably would have never have done the cruise either if yeah. I didn't have the kids because the cruise is so like, it's a great for everybody. Yeah. And yeah. They, it, but I will say tip three or older, don't go when they're younger than three. It's not worth it. Go when they're we older. We will never go on a cruise. I know it. There's no way I'm getting my wife on a cruise ship. For the money it's it costs. Yeah. It's a big talk. It's a tough one. I well, I will I, say I that's, that's been I a regular conversation. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, water getting out of the boat is just not going to happen, with uh, her, especially a cruise ship. Even before COVID, it was never going to happen. Yeah. All right, gentlemen, I've got some questions for you. These are uh, rapid fire questions uh, that we ask our guests. They are ten questions. You can't think about them too long. You just give me your your gut reaction, uh, and that's how Ooh. we're going to end up ending this segment. Uh, we'll start with uh, Troy, and then we'll go with uh, Chris, and we'll just go in that order. Number one, what's your home park? Disneyland, California. All right. Good, good answer. 
Magic Kingdom, baby. Oh, yeah. But listen, Bondo, I listened to your Magic Kingdom versus Disneyland episode, and I don't know if I've ever talked to my phone more uh, with no one listening. I had so many opinions, so many opinions to weigh in. We, we, we may have to revisit that at some point. Uh, favorite Disney character, Troy? Uh, Donald Duck. Donald Duck. Eeyore. Oh, that's a, that's a yeah. sweet choice. That's a really sweet choice. I like that as a favorite character. All right. uh, Aaron is not here for this one, but I'm going to ask it anyways. Better song, Let It Go or You're Welcome. Troy. You're welcome. Come on, you guys. Chris. I mean, are you asking me which one is better or which one I like more? Because that's two different things. Uh, Which one is better? Better, Which which is the better song? Let It Go is a Finally, finally one person (laughs) agrees with me. But what? I like the other one better. You like this the other like, one better? Seriously? Yeah, man. Oh, my God. Yeah, maybe I could just be the monotonous listens, but, you know, I, I like me some. Uh, it's it's Lin Manuel Miranda versus the Lopez's. It's a, it's like they're both premium cut steaks here. They're both. Uh, yeah, but it's also the Rock versus Menzel. So, uh, you know, there's a little bit of uh, consideration in that direction as well. What a duet that might make. Oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe it would be a duet. <laughs> All right, uh, gentlemen, which order do you watch Star Wars in? Uh, the order in which they were produced. Okay. Okay. So release order. What about you, Bondo? Release order. Uh, I, I, I mean, I've watched it so many different ways. For I you feel. personally, for you personally, what's the best way? For me personally, I start with the OGs. Then I do the noobs. Then I do the prequels because I just don't like them. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. That's I do it last. It's almost like that dessert you really didn't need to eat. It's like, okay. Yeah. It's you fine. Know, you you it can go without there. it if you don't need it. Yeah. I think that's a, that's a very, but can I mention my kid's favorite Mason's favorite character in all of star Wars is Roger, the battle droid. <laughs> just <laughs> okay. Insane. Okay. A battle droid. Enough said. Uh, I think that is enough said on that one. I don't, I don't, think, there's, I don't think I can have any reaction in the pantheon of Star Wars characters that Roger the Battle Droid is the number one. But, you know, everybody's got a favorite and yep. everybody is someone's favorite. Uh, if, if you were changed into an enchanted object, uh, what object would it be? Well, well, we can keep it in the park if you want. If you're changed into an enchanted object in the park, what object would it be? Troy? Uh, King the Escalibur. King Arthur's sword. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sword in the Stone. Fantastic. Bondo. Mine would be a magical turkey leg that you discover in Epcot. And when you find it, it wields magic abilities. Oh, I like so that. So when you take a bite, you take a bite of this thing, and all of a sudden, every, your world just changes. Like, people's come out singing about turkey legs. People are singing and dancing. It's just like this. And, and it wields power. Like, you can, what, you want to I- skip a line? Poof, you just wave the turkey leg. Magic. I, I just call that a turkey leg. I, I think every turkey leg is in, is imbued with that type of power, frankly. You know what? You're right. I'm what trying to get Mimi. Yeah. I'm trying to get Mimi next time we go to the park to go up to a cast member and ask if they if they have turkey legs. And when they say yes, to make a comment about how hard it is to buy pants. <laughs> she won't do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you managed to work in the Disney Dad joke of the week on our show, Troy. Thank you very much. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, gentlemen, Dole Whip, Mickey Bar, or Churro? What's your pick? Dole Whip, Mickey Bar, or Churro? Troy? Dole Whip. All right. Give me that DW, son. Yeah. Yum. Yeah. Dole Whip's really good. I'm not, I'm not going to. Yeah, I'm not going to get any argument from me. Maybe from Aaron, but he's not here right now. Rope Drop yeah. or Kiss Goodnight? Which one do you experience? You can't, you can't choose both. You got to pick one rope drop or, t- or kiss goodnight. Ooh, I'm a double, double man. This is tough. Yeah, I know. 
Troy? I'm going to say kiss goodnight. Kiss goodnight for Troy? Rope dropping, non-stopping, oh, yeah. hip-hopping. Drop non-stop. Yeah, got to be there. Uh, both of you are right, all right? There's, there's no right answers, and they're all right answers. Uh, describe Michael Eisner in one word, Troy? Um, influential. Influential. It's a solid word. Connected. Oh, I thought you were going to say Canadian. <laughs> no, no, no. Connected. Not Canadian. <laughs> Connected. Connected. <works. laughs> uh, your favorite. Guy Bridge did some cool stuff. He did. He did. Uh, what is your favorite Disney smell or sound? I like the the music on Main Street. Oh, that's a great, great answer. Great answer. How about you, Chris? Uh, my favorite smell is the turkey leg and my favorite i'm gonna do my sound thing. Wait, my favorite, your favorite sound. smell is a turkey leg oh man you walk by that turkey leg mm, <laughs> just smells like so first, disney magic first time we've gotten that answer <laughs> keep going yeah 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 <laughs> um and then sound you know there's something special about the uh the boat going over the um that boom, boom, like the oh, over the water and, bridge uh, in the Magic Kingdom. Over the water, I just yeah. To me, it yeah. feels like I'm arriving. Like I'm showing. This is obviously Magic Kingdom. It's like I'm arriving. I'm here now, and I'm on this boat. Um, there's something magical for me about that. It's like, yeah. I mean, you have to journey to get there. Yep. Yeah. Are you, oh, you're little, talking about the boat from the TTC, the transportation ticket center. Yes, the TTC yes. boat. Yeah. There's just something about that, and it's just like I'm, I'm, I'm here. Yeah. It's it's now now my like dreamy moment this story begins right here that's a great answer because you are right there is something about that uh that horn that just signifies Mm -hmm. like my adventure is about to begin and my my journey to here is over yeah that's a great answer well what's an attraction that you won't go on i will not do i'm not going to do the 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 mickey's fun wheel the Uh, the, the ferris wheel yep yeah, no way, no, no way. <laughs> just, just too nervous that one of those buckets are going to come off. I, I just, whether it's the still one or the rocking one, I have no interest in going up that high in something that small. <laughs> All right, how about you, Chris? Here's my list. Okay, I won't do Star Tours. It makes me throw up. Oh, I won't that's do, a darn I don't shame. like Flight of Passage. It makes me throw up. Uh, Wait, you don't, don't you don't just like, keep it down for Star Tours? You're just like, I know this is going to make me throw up, but you know what? I'm just going to tough this thing out because it's Star Tours. I do go on it, and I close my eyes. I close my eyes, and I just hear it. And I'm like, okay. That's uh, my thing. And uh, the uh, uh, Mission Space. Yeah. These are my – this is the triad of of Yak. Yeah. Uh, I'm yeah. not going on those right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We call those but super – I agree with you. I'm, I'm with you on all those. Too. I'll stand in the queue with you. <laughs> and I'll go up to the front and go, where's the scaredy cat tour? I'm out, you know, or I close my eyes and then I come off really like sweaty and bothered. Yeah. When know? they open the like, doors for star tours, you just walk in and keep walking out all the way through. <laughs> yeah. I got a great star tour story. I remember going after they revised it and I went and I was like, guys, I really don't want to go on this ride. And they're like, it's Star Wars. You love Star Wars. And I'm like, all right, I'll go. And you know how they pick the rebel spy and they focus yep. in on you. It was me. It was you. Like nauseous and sweaty. Like, <laughs> just, just clammy oh, looking. I hate this ride. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're like, get this guy. Please, Empire, take this guy. He's gross. He throw up in my lap. Uh, gentlemen, like, if you could work anywhere in the park or have any role in the park, what would it be? Well, I work in education. I would love... I think I would love being a part of their... Either their... Not necessarily the college program, but they do bring in that, that new program they have well the rebranded education program i can't remember what they call it they just came out with it imagine 
imagination, something where they bring students in and they do programs for students, yeah. like arts programs yeah. and history and leadership. Cause my, my PhD was in school leadership. So being, if I could get a job either with the Disney Institute or yeah. in that program, working on the leadership program, that would be fantastic. Oh, that would be that. awesome. You'd be, be a perfect fit for that too. What about you, Bondo? It's a tough one, man. Cause I mean, I, I would, if I could just sit there and spew my wackadoo ideas to some Imagineer and then go, yeah, let's do it. You know, but I don't have my PhD in being super smart, like actually be an engineer. <laughs> you know what I mean? So uh, it's all about the storytelling and writing. So if they were looking for like some kind of creative conduit or writers, show writers, or something like some that, the narrative show writers, yeah. I mean, that would be a dream. Yeah. That would be amazing. But I think you need, I think you need a lot more than just have wackadoo ideas to work with. I don't know. I don't know. You got to, you got some pretty good, uh, pretty good ideas. Uh, you well, know, thank I think, you. Yeah, I think, I who think, knows who's listening? Call me. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Listen, we got a lot of we got a lot of Disney creatives that listen to the show, uh, and they know your pedigree. Yeah. Man, so you never know. You may get that call someday. We got a we got a new. Up, uh, what's up? We like theparks.com. There you go. We need to, we need <laughs> to do know. some uh, the the musical version of the cat from outer space. This is great. This is great. All right, gentlemen, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, you know, how can our listeners find out more about you and where to connect with you? Troy, where, where can our listeners connect with you? Sure. Go to disneyassembled.com. That's our website. All of our episodes are there. If you want to subscribe to the podcast, you can do that from the website. Um, we're also on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. We do a lot more, I'd say on Instagram than anywhere else. And all that is at Disney assembled one word. And uh, yeah, we'd love to meet some more friends. So join us there. Awesome. Chris Bond, where can we uh, hey, listen up? to more about you? Listen, Bantha fans, if you want to have some more fun, check out the We Like Theme Parks podcast. At we Like Theme Parks podcast. Is it We Like Theme Parks? We Like Theme Parks.com. I should know my own website. Uh, or at We Like Theme Parks on Instagram for fun times, games, jokes, and Disney ideas. That's us. Uh, anything else? Oh, yeah. Magic of the Mouse Radio. You there can find go. all of us. All of us. <laughs> Magic of the Mouse Radio. Oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, and, and just for clarification, Chris, since you clarified at the beginning of this, uh, it's not more fun at We Like Theme Parks. It's additional fun. It's not more fun than our Extra show. It's just fun. additional fun. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's what I meant to I'm say. Just yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. I'm just making sure. It's not again. more fun. I mean, this is it's not, not way more hilarious. It's not a competition just, between us. I'm just saying. No. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. I like, I like what you're doing. I like what you're doing, Stormy. It's making me smile. Uh, yeah, it's just a whole other good time. That's right. There's That's a right. good time and, a, and another good time. That's right. Why That's not right. have both? Why not have both? Uh, guys, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, it's been great having you, and we look forward to having you back on the show soon. Oh, that was fun with Troy and Chris. Yeah. That was a good time. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry I couldn't join you for the whole time, know, but, but it was a blast. I came outro. back for this, which is fun. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. Listen, if you are a father out there, you have a hard job. Yeah. Uh, not as not as hard as the, the mother of your child. Let's let's put things in perspective. Okay. Okay. But uh, well, we appreciate everything that you do uh, as a dad. about moms now or back to dads? Back to dads. Okay. Well, we definitely appreciate everything moms do. Right. Because not only do they have to parent the kids, they have to parent the dads too most of the time. Yeah. 
Uh, but dads, you serve an incredibly important role in your kids' lives. Man, take them out for a banana split this weekend. Or a PB&J burger. Or PB&J take burger. Them to get comic books. Make them a good waffle. Yeah. Just say something. Just show them something that says, hey, you know what? Uh, I love that you're my I'm kid. Sorry, I'm so sorry, Scott. Just real quick, if you're gonna make them a waffle, check check with me on Instagram first at Aaron Robbins. Just I was make sure we get off on the right foot on that. It's, it's just harder than the, it looks. It, it's harder than it it's looks. Harder than it looks to make a good waffle. Just just check with me. That's all I'm saying. How, what do you feel about using Kodiak Kodiak cake mix? Not good. Not good for waffles. Really? For pancakes, that might be fine. But no, no. no, they're good for waffles too. Okay. Yeah, they are. Let's keep doing this outro. I'm really enjoying it. You my got special, it. It's my special day when I'm listening to this. It is your special day. Happy Father's Day. You're a great you dad. Good. You did good this year. Thanks, man. I could have done better, but I appreciate the accolades. Yeah, right I appreciate the kudos. Okay. You, on the other hand, you're tops. Tops. You're tops. Hey, this has been Bob Says and Banthas, and we release every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts. Plus, we can also be heard on the Magic of the Mouse Radio every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. Check out Magic of the Mouse Radio for the best Disney music and podcast 24-7 by visiting wdizb.com or you can just go to bobsandbanthas.com forward slash radio to get uh, connected right there. Please be sure to subscribe. We would love it if you left us a review on Apple Podcasts. Did I say subscribe? I meant mm-hmm. follow. follow. We say follow now. If you've updated that app, give us a follow. Hit the bell. Do a like. Leave a five-star review. I don't think they do bells. No, there's no bells in that whole app. Not a single bell. Not a single bell. Mm. But what you know what there are? Reviews. Yeah. Specifically totally. five-star reviews. Uh-huh. We would love if you left us a written five-star review. It lets us know what you like about the show, and it really helps other people find out. You know, if you do a Google search, I mean, you do an Apple podcast search for Disneyland mm-hmm. podcast, we like pop right up there. Oh, fun. It's great. I, I still, I, I just like hearing, it's a fun way to hear from uh, people who are listening to the show what, what they like and what they are like. Uh, they grew up in the 80s, grew up in California, yes. how often they go to Disneyland, what they like about the show in terms of what Disney stuff we talk about. So just get, you can do it right now as you're listening to me talk. Yeah. Just, you're listening to talk, Aaron? You just you're talk, vibing on us right now? Yeah, you just, just tap that five star and then you write in little words. Hey, I, I like this about Disneyland. You guys are okay too. Yeah, that's right. Please feel free to email us, podcast at bobsandbanthas.com. We love getting feedback from our listeners. Love we it. love reading your emails. Uh, please feel free to reach out to us there or send us a DM on Instagram or Twitter yeah, or wherever. That's a great way to get a hold it's of a us. It's a great way to get a hold of us. You can also support us, patreon.com forward slash bobsandbanthas. You can wear us, tpublic.com. And of course, you can join the other Bantha tiers for all the fun we have on Instagram. We're at bobsandbanthas. Until next week, he's been the Mac Daddy. <laughs> And you've been the daddy man. There we go. <laughs> Is that it? And we've been mobs and Oh, Mandas. I still don't feel like that's exactly what you wanted. What do you want to do? No, that's, that's fine. Okay. It does feel weird that you say, I'm the Mac Daddy. <laughs> I'm the Mac Who daddy. cares? Because I'm the Miggity 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 Mac Daddy. Yes. And you're the Miggity 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 Mac Daddy. No, because that means we're both the Mac Daddy. Oh. It smells like maple syrup. You know, I was thinking about this uh, t- a tangent while we're waiting for Troy. Uh, Aaron and I talked about uh, peanut butter and jelly uh, um, cheeseburger. Yeah. We talked about PB and J burgers on my way uh, here today. You had I one? thought, no, I th- but I thought like, oh, what, what if we did a? You know what? I bet you a bacon cheeseburger maple syrup. Oh yeah, maple you syrup know bacon cheeseburger would yeah, be amazing. That's like sausage and bacon and syrup. yeah, yeah. What, and could Waffle we just? Bun? Is that a Canadian burger? Could we call that a Canadian burger? We'd have to put gravy on it, wouldn't we? Wait, hold on. So, what are you putting? You got maple syrup, maple you got syrup, burger. Uh, you you oh. had a burger, maple syrup, uh, bacon, maybe Canadian bacon, right? 
Well, yeah, we call it back bacon here. Back you guys bacon. call it kidney bacon. Okay, so yeah. if we fry up some good back bacon. <laughs> Please do. And uh, and then I, a burger and maple syrup, could we could we call that a Canadian burger, Canadian cheeseburger? If you take the burger out of it, you took that that burger out no, of it. You gotta, it's got to be a burger. Yeah, you gotta, yeah. it's got to be a burger. Okay, just have a Canadian panino, a Canadian sandwich. No, 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 it's, no. No, 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 no. No, we're talking about different burgers. We gotta have, it's got to be a burger. <laughs> But then I mean, it can't I'm trying be Canadian, to like make uh, the full Canadian experience here. You go bacon, you go like Oka cheese, like brie, like a really nice Oka cheese from Quebec. Uh-huh. And you get that maple syrup. So you got a little bit of that tang from British Columbia. And it's going to be the best bake, back bacon sandwich you've ever had. Back bacon. And then a side of puts in. Yeah. Boom, snap. Who needs the, you don't need the burger. Check I think we cheese. can... Uh... We can do this burger. The, the, we can yeah. add the burger into it, but we have to call it the. We're going to call it the on the border burger. The other border. Did, no, <laughs> no, it's perfect. <laughs> on the border burger. No, not that border. border. No, not that border. Yeah. <laughs> Run for the other border. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Walt Disney's Magic Kingdom Disneyland is growing every day. This Saturday night. Now there are more new rides for. Synthomagnetic musical sound. Through the magic of light and sound. Yes, there's more fun at Disneyland in Anaheim. Open every day, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. You can waste time with your friends when your chores are done.